I will be, you know what? I will go to, I will go to hell before I sit here and I watch this country and the world turned over to these savages. I'm done, I'm pissed, and I'm not putting up with it anymore. You, let me tell you something, you filthy traitors in the government, you pieces of crap. You are the most degenerate, twisted, mentally ill people I've ever seen wanting to gang rape this republic. You people are enemies, and we're going to get your asses, and we know what you're up to, and we're coming for you. I just hope you understand that. Now, get back to what I was saying. We have, ladies and gentlemen, a new app that has a lot of great features. Black helicopters. You'll burn in the house. Schwammo, this is I, the Prince Podcast. <laughs> Bipolar Rock and Roll. The Sultan of Silliness! <laughs> Godfather Gash. <laughs> Reporting live from the world's largest pillow fort. I can't do that impression. <laughs> it's too hard to do that impression and, and say normal things. Well, I guess saying the Godfather of Gash isn't normal, but anyway, it is our Prince Podcasting, the bipolar rock and roller, the blah, 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 all that crap. And I am here, and it still smells of rich mahogany. Well, it smells of Terry Dale Warsh Basin's um, tobacco spit and uh, Christmas carols just... Aggressive odor. Yeah, I noticed the Feminine stench when odor. I walked in. Yeah, here. she sat. She in scares your chair. me. Well, she did that on purpose in Aaron's chair. Yeah. Did you know that she was coming by? Is that why you skipped last week? Or I'm not going to say that. I mean, she's a sweet lady. <laughs> she doesn't smell sweet. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. And I'm. I'm uh, you, you already heard his voice before I even introduced him. That is the ginger jester, the wacky wildling. That's Aaron, and of course I'm joined by the Robert Gibson to my Ricky Morton. I don't like that one. Well, Robert Robert Gibson's the one that made the comeback. Ricky Morton took all the beatings. That's true. That's true. And they're getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. I saw that. That's pretty great, if you ask me. It I think great. they're the greatest of all time. I think that we can rap. That's that's, that's pretty <laughs> much that's that's the high point. We can go out. Uh, now. We can just discuss the career of the Rock and Roll Express. <laughs> And how in the fuck they got over when they're so unattractive. No, they Too were extremely unattractive. The girls men. loved them back then. They did. Oh, by the way, it's Chucky Tanger Sex. Uh, <laughs> the girls loved them and because Ricky was sort of cute and he would take the beating. Not really nice fellow, too, by the way. Great buddy. guy. Yeah. Great guy. He really is. Four foot seven. He's really he's, pounds. he's really not big at all. No, he's probably what five to eleven, something like that. No, he's shorter than me. He's probably about five five eight. Wow. And hmm. uh he he would take the beating and then he would get that hot tag and Robert would come in and like a house of fucking bar. <laughs> Robert was the heavy. Like he yeah, was, he was he the was, muscle. He, yeah, he was, he was not that big. He, he was, was not the face. No, he was more lanky and lean. He, you know, he looked like he looked like uh, Vern Gagne's illegitimate son or something. Funny you mention that. He is Vern Gagne's, Gagne's illegitimate, illegitimate son. son. <laughs> <laughs> but he'd come in and like a house of fire and. Uh, you, everybody knows the old wrestling comeback. You, you punch the guy, he takes a bump. The next guy comes over, he takes a bump, and then they both come at you at the same time. You conk their heads together. That's a good one. And then the then the uh, the illegal guy falls out of the ring, and the legal guy stays in. Then you hit him with the double drop kick. One, two, three. She's all over. Yeah. You carry your belts out of the ring. You do the "I love you" sign. <laughs> and you tell everybody, "Rock and roll will never die." Woo! <laughs> then you run up. Funny the how they came out to. 
it wasn't really rock music. It was, it was more rockabilly. Yeah, it was like really country sometimes. <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> they were, like Ricky Morton especially was like a real redneck. I mean, he was. No, he very, wasn't a redneck. Really, he's just a country guy. They're, you know, they're from I mean? like Tennessee or Georgia. Yeah, or they were from Smoky Mountain Wrestling. They actually went back down to Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Smoky Mountain year. Wrestling didn't exist until like nineteen. 19- 93 well that's what i'm saying i just want to mention that they, they were in the they, area yeah they went they actually went when when the nwa was over they yeah, went when, whenever they got fired by eric bischoff yeah god there are so many people i think would just like to beat that man to death <laughs> <laughs> yours truly included no i'm kidding I, I really don't have anything against bischoff uh I mean, he's a dick we all know that but he's uh he's made his uh amends i think yeah to pretty to a lot of people, maybe not everybody. I'm pretty sure Ric Flair isn't a fan, but uh, whatever. But dude, cares? there's two sides. Yeah, <laughs> let's get into it. Is this the Rock and Roll Express's yeah. entrance music? It's just a fucking country song. Well, a fucking rock and roll song. The Road Warriors came out to Iron Man. Well, until they got busted. But then they, but then they changed it. Yeah, like one note. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And it said. We are Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you Jimmy Hart wrote this. <laughs> he probably sang it as well. Wouldn't doubt. Virtuoso. Virtuoso. He did a lot of that. Um, that piano tie on his shirt <laughs> actually played. Yeah, he, could, he was very good at it. He was very good at playing. Yeah. Um, where, what were we talking about before we started playing this amazing song? Oh, this sounds... It starts off a lot like Footloose. It does. Yeah. But it doesn't... What I don't like about it is it doesn't talk about Ricky and Robert in it. At least not so far. Now, what was... what? Just just to clean the cleanse the palate and, and, to, and to illustrate how shitty this was, play the Rockers theme song. The Rockers theme song? Yes. We got to get into that. Because they sucked ass. They were terrible. They were a great tag team. They were not. Shawn Michaels is probably... Top five greatest of all time. Yes, and he is. The tag team and Marty Jannetty was not a bad wrestler, no, but then together, which but he was absolutely he was also devoid of charisma. Exactly, he was a really good wrestler. How was that not? That sounds like. Uh, wait a second. That sounds like the Mickey. beginning of Billy. Don't lose my uh, number. Mickey, don't lose my number. Whatever. And it was <laughs> <laughs> Ricky. Ricky, don't lose my number. <laughs> I have a song that has this exact chord progression. It's a very common chord progression. Yeah. It's the same as uh, play the uh, no, play the Ultimate Warriors theme song. Now. <laughs> it's the same chord progression as the Ultimate. Strap Warrior. in, folks. This is going to be the whole show. Elaine is not here. She's uh, actually appearing uh, somewhere in Tennessee as the Ultimate Warrior. Which yeah, is, uh, yeah. She's shaking yeah. those ropes. It's, it's crazy. weird. She has some some sort of genetic manipulation to where no, we we just shaved all that hair off of her. Yeah, but how'd she lose the three hundred fifty pounds of fat from being George the Animal Steel? Oh, uh, she was push-ups, man. Push-ups. <laughs> Lots of push-ups. <laughs> and shaking ropes. Her arms are huge. She's speaking in weird... Who am I looking for? Ultimate Warriors <laughs> theme. Ultimate Warriors theme. The Ultimate Warriors theme. When the warriors rise from the ashes <laughs> and the sun meets the moon <laughs> and Jupiter is aligned with Mars. When I have an omelet with a side of orange juice. Same chords. It's the same song. Yes. It's just accented differently. 
And he comes running up the ramp right here. It's the exact same song as the Rock theme. I'm calling bullshit on whoever came up with, <laughs> with the themes from back then. You sons of bitches. I'm I'm enjoying this. This is one of my no. favorites. Oh, fucking I wonder what Sting's old theme song sounds like. I bet it sounds a lot sense. like that one. Something. Remember this one? Who's this? Well, let me get into it first. I don't remember this whole beginning part of it. Is this Edge? Chris Benoit. Oh, ooh. Kind of a sinister tune for him. Yeah. Sinister fellow. That is a good interest music, though. It is really good interest music. Let's see what Sting's classic interest sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) This is from WCW. It's great, though, right? Oh, it's wonderful. It's pretty good. But it's... Since he was tag team partners with the Ultimate Warrior before, they're like, well, we're going to give him a very similar, <laughs> similar song. <laughs> oh god, we've really, we've really gone off the rails early. Not off the rails like we did last week, though. <laughs> as much as I enjoy the company of Terry Dale Walsh, well, Christmas Carol and the baby from Dinosaurs. Christmas Carol was. Uh, I'm glad they're not here this week. The smell of hot mayonnaise. <laughs> pervaded Boiled the mayonnaise. Oh god. Whoa, 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 whoa! That's a ripping solo. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. That's <laughs> so good. This is great. <laughs> you know, this is just all called, like, put, uh, this is Jimi Hendrix shit that they just stole. Pretty much. Well, he did come out to Voodoo Child. Uh, Hulk I guess Hogan they made did, it stop. Yeah, if you watch any of that old stuff on the network now, yeah, they've replaced it with something else or it's uh, silent. There's a Wolfpack theme? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> the Wolfpack yeah. was really cool, though. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. This, this interest music sucks, though. Wait a minute, do they start rapping soon? Yep. Is that Conan K <laughs> I wanted to do a, a Scott Hall promo while you were playing the, uh, playing the NWS. <laughs> hey, yo, Chico. Hey, Brett, I, I hear you up in the ring talking about respect and everything. And me and, uh, me and Big Kev are just in the back and, uh, we want you to know that we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like Bret Hart's debut yeah. at WCW, and they just come out and dump on him. They shouldn't have done that. Like that, Bret Hart could have done something in WCW. Yeah, he was the one of the biggest dudes ever. They should, but then they held Goldberg, and then they they had to push Goldberg, and, and it was, they had Goldberg uh, Savat kicked him in the face and broke his neck. Yeah, because Goldberg apparently, well, he wasn't a good, he wasn't. Uh, a very light worker, as they would say it. He wasn't a day off. He was, yeah. He, was, he, was, he wasn't beautiful, Bobby. He's pretty stiff. He's pretty, pretty oh, stiff. Oh yes, he was pretty <laughs> stiff. What'd you think pretty of the uh, Goldberg um, uh, Brock fight match? The match where they where Goldberg squashed him. Yeah. <laughs> <That'd be great. laughs> I fucking marked out like I was a child. I was like, Fuck <laughs> they, they, did this, <laughs> they did this big main event for uh, uh, Survivor Series. It was like, yeah. Goldberg's coming back. Oh, my God. And oh, he's fighting Brock Lesnar. Holy Jesus shit. And everybody's losing their minds. And Brock Lesnar's 
fucking, you know, 320 pounds of Brock Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> and Goldberg's 55 years Shaving old. And he, and he looks amazing. He looks great. Yeah. But you're thinking, eh, the Goldberg's not going to stick around. Brock will, they'll have a decent little match and Brock will beat him. And then, uh, I think it lasted a minute, 26 <laughs> seconds. Brock was just standing over there and, uh, uh, the bell rings. Goldberg runs across and spears him. Jackhammer. Nope. And Lesnar sells it a little bit, and he gets back up. Second spear. Then Jackhammer. One, two, three. It's over. Everybody's like, what the fuck? It was a big pop. Yeah. And that was the last match. It, because Brock Lesnar, uh, Brock Les- Brock he can Lesnar. sell being a heel. I mean, he can really sell. Yeah. And, uh, because he kind of is. He's, he had to agree. He's a prick. So he had to agree. Like you say, he's a prick, but well, he's, he's making everybody a lot of money right now. I under, uh, yeah, I get, I get it. It was a minute four I, seconds. I get it that he's that that that's partly a shtick. But I, again, I've read interviews and stuff with him when he's just being Brock Lesnar. The only person I've ever heard say anything bad about him is Jim Cornette, and Jim Cornette has said bad things about me, and I've never met. Him. <laughs> He what? said bad things about Dairy Queen. Yeah, he, oh yeah, he did. He just hates everybody. I just want a goddamn double cheeseburger. Didn't he? Didn't Jim Cornette pull a gun on him or some bullshit? Yeah, uh, he did. Pulled a gun on Brock <laughs> or something. Let's like get that. into this. There's Why? I, I, it was when uh, Brock was uh, in the developmental league. There, God, mm-hmm. we're really getting. This is getting so specific. People are tuning out. <laughs> well, what's his name? Right. The guy from West Virginia that that hit the old lady, Brian Logan. Brian Logan trained Brock. He attacked. He attacked my brother as well. Oh, he's a real <laughs> bastard. He's a prick, yeah. Well, I've I've met him. I've him. I've been to his home once. My buddy was really good friends with him. And when I walk in there, he's in a robe, walking around in house shoes, screaming at the Suddenlink person, threatening their life. <laughs> I'm not lying to you over the phone because they charged him $3 and something for a movie that he didn't rent. I'm going to come over there and like fucking kill you. I mean, just screaming. I would eat that $3. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not worth it. And you guys say I'm angry. Yeah, I give a fuck. <laughs> but uh, the reason Cornette uh, got mad at Brock was uh, well, he Cornette didn't like Brock because Brock didn't like wrestling. He was just doing it to make money. Right. And it was it, they were in the developmental and they were doing some angle with... Uh, with Cornette's wife at the time, who had just gotten her uh, stuff pierced down there, and uh, Cornette told him to, because he was going to press slammer, mm-hmm. and Cornette told him to be nice about it and don't hurt her. And in the heat of the moment, he just picked her up and grabbed her and and did the thing, and he said it hurt her and hurt her pussy, hurt her pussy. And uh, Cornette got mad at it, and and Brock got mad back, and Cornette just pulled a gun on him because he was like, "What the fuck else am I going to do about about him?" Well, I mean, I'm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you better have a gun. Yeah, I mean, any one of us at this table could beat the shit out of Jim Cornette. <laughs> let's not let's not even go <laughs> and into. I will. Let's not even go into what Brock Lesnar could do to the fucking guy. You know, what I mean? completely dismantle. <laughs> yeah. What was that on? All those like tapes of Cornette going off. Was it a radio show or what was it? Shoot interviews. Uh, they're fucking awesome. Oh my there's god, just, they're great. I, I, sometimes I'll get drunk and just listen to Jim Cornette rant about whatever. Oh, it's so much fun. He I, don't hates, he's, I don't know who's. I don't know who's more fun. He him do or Oli. Yeah. Oli's good. Because always like somebody's, you know, tough old dad or something talking shit about people, and you know deep down inside that he could probably beat the shit out of most of them. <laughs> yeah, you know he's just because always still tough. You know he is, and um, <laughs> especially when he's talking. But the one thing I liked is when he's talking about the road wars and how they wouldn't sell. 
And basically the gist of his argument was, well, yeah, they're the fucking road warriors. What are you going to do? You're going to make them sell. <laughs> I, heard a, I heard an interview with Robert Gibson, and he was uh, he talked about how Ole wouldn't sell for him, and he was making his comeback. He said Ole would uh, just stand by the ropes, holding on the ropes, and while, while uh, Robert Gibson was punching him, he would just rock back and forth, or when Ricky was punching him, he would mm-hmm. just rock back and forth. And he said, we were in Charleston, West Virginia. And I think I was there because I, I vaguely remember something like this. It must have been whenever I was six or seven. So yeah, that might be false remembering it. And um, Rock, Ricky was making the comeback that night instead of me. And he was punching him and Oldie was just rocking back and forth. So after about the 20th punch, Ricky just went to the middle of the ring, did a flat back bump and laid there in the middle of the ring. <laughs> 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 and uh, Oldie said, what the hell are you doing? He's like, well, if you ain't going to fall down, somebody has to. <laughs> I <laughs> see. That's one of the reasons I love wrestling is that with that amount of 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 guys, especially with their most of them are on co- cocaine and testosterone. Um, it, let's let's just say cooler heads are not going to prevail most of the time. So, just all the backstage. I, I would it's, like to know it's who the infinitely king, interesting. Yeah, I would like to know who the king of backstage is. Who would who who was the one who would just beat the shit out of anybody? You know what I mean? They actually say that Chris Benoit was a tough son of a bitch. Like he was, re- he could really fight, and he was really strong, and he could really wrestle. And they, um, they came from the Hart Dungeon, so yeah, well, yeah, like all those guys. They talked about how tough Bret Hart was. Tough. I don't care what the fuck that son of a bitch scumbag Vince McMahon says. He did not fucking sell that punch. Bret Hart knocked his fucking ass out. I don't think he knocked him out, but he did knock him down. Yeah, and and he knocked him silly because when he was walking, he's you know you could tell yeah. that's not faked. Yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, Do you think Vince McMahon, the fucking tr- the the biggest asshole, one of the biggest assholes in the world, <laughs> is going to make people think that? Bret Hart knocked him silly and gave him a black eye and knocked the shit out of him. No, he's going to come walking out of strutting if he could have, but he couldn't because Bret Hart <laughs> really silly. knocked the fucking shit out of him. So, um, fuck, I, I do, I do listen to all these stories and shit. It's the, the, all the backstage shit and all that stuff is so fucking interesting to me. It's just like any other industry. Yeah. Any like, um, Comedians, or I did you ever get to go to backstage whenever you uh, went to like a WCW event? No, I, I was went to- really little, and my dad was buddies with the fire chief in Charleston, mm-hmm. and uh, he took me to my first. Hell, hell excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, we got royalty here, highfalutin, <laughs> <laughs> and we uh, we got to go to a WCW show at the Civic Center, and we met up with him, and he walked us backstage, and I wanted to talk to Ric Flair. I saw Ric Flair walking, and I was like, and they wouldn't let me, you know. Yeah. But Ron Simmons come up and like patted me on the back and shook my hand and stuff. I'm sure, that knocked you down. Did he say? <laughs> did he say? Damn. <laughs> Damn, that's a big corn dog. <laughs> mm, heavenly corn dogs. Was that the name of it? The place in the Canal so. City Mall, Canal Mall. Heaven corn dogs. Get a no, foot long corn dog. No, in the Canal Mall was Corn Dog Seven. Yeah, corn, corn dogs. Corn dog seven. Okay. Yeah. Corn dog heaven or corn corn dogs heaven or corn dog seven. Corn dog seven. As was it a seven-inch corn dog, or you get? Yeah, you get you get a really long corn dog, and, and they had lemonade, and they had. And if you cakes, wanted, they, they would dip it all in mustard. Oh, you gross. know what? Oh my god, it was so good. Uh, fuck every decade since the eighties. Oh my god, the eighties were so fucking awesome. Well, I mean, I could say early nineties. I mean, well, because no, just consider how great malls and shit were during the eighties. Rest of the country sucked ass. Like Ronald <laughs> Reagan was driving that train down the fucking <laughs> toilet, but. 
Man, all the false consumerism because we didn't know what was actually behind it was so awesome. Mm-hmm. We didn't know that things were in the fucking shitter. <laughs> we thought things were great, you know, and they were for us because we were kids. We didn't. You know, yeah, we, I didn't know I was poor. I didn't know. That. I, I mean, I had a vague inkling that we were going to go to nuclear war at any moment, but you know, it was going to be. Well, that's what. That's all you heard. Yeah. I really loved the Canal Mall when I was a kid. Canal Mall was fucking it was awesome. Bad. You know what? I, we and they just shat upon the memory of it by making it the shops at Canal. <laughs> they did, dude. Why? My dad would always call it the Canawall Mall, and I'd be like, hey, it's not called that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that struck me. He funny. put the wrong just emphasis on the wrong syllable. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just see that picture of you when you're like this. And imagine <laughs> that. Imagine that kid going, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> No, they had the best arcade. Best arcade, yes. They had uh, the best food court. The best food court. The most oh my luxurious God. food court. A lot of people are saying it's the best food court that has ever existed. <laughs> the arcade used to be able to I keep love that tickets. <laughs> a lot of people are saying it. You and two other people is not a lot. Do you remember that arcade used to like go in and win so many tickets and you could put them on on like on a tab and keep them there? I don't. So the next that time, all. next time you come in. You could just save all your tickets and then get the big prize eventually. See, I never played games that I, I'm not the ski ball guy. I don't give a shit. Like I never, I never liked that stuff. Oh no, me yeah. neither. But I mean, I did because I was going to win a toy. Yeah, I was a kid at the time. You know, yeah. it was so much fun. But well, yeah, but I, I enjoy ski ball to this day. I'll play ski ball. I mean, I'll play it now because I liked it. But back then, I hated it. I just like is the ball a little bit heavy for you. <laughs> <laughs> Your boyfriend's balls are heavy going into your mouth. That's rude. That doesn't even know, mean anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I went in there to play. Uh, I'm trying to remember my favorite games that they had, like at, at my at their height. I think Golden Axe was high up there. Oh, Pretty God, good one. So much fun. Um, Did you get that for the Nintendo? No, it's a Sega Genesis game. Was it a Sega game? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sega. For some reason, exclusively a Sega Genesis game, because that was a Capcom game. Like, could you get Sega? Sega had like a real deadlock for a while on Capcom games. Like, they would not come out on Nintendo. What all did Capcom make? Did they make Capcom? Okay, we'll go through the history of Capcom. Capcom made Captain Commando, which was pretty much their first game. They made Captain uh, Underpants. (laughs) You know, that's a movie coming out, right? Captain (laughs) Underpants. That would be great. And that's, I guess, an animated movie. Yeah, they're making an animated movie out. I guess it was like a comic book or something mm-hmm. or some shit from the 80s or something. Somebody's doing something. I saw it. that look kind of neat. The uh, Yeah, the, the poster. He's wearing <laughs> little, little undies. <laughs> this could be something. Um, then there was Altered Beast, Golden Axe. Uh, Altered Beast. That's a good wrestling name. That is a good wrestling name. That was a great game. You remember that one? I do. The Altered well, Beast Alex Rock. <laughs> What was what was the Great one? Name. <clears throat> it was sort of like Altered Beast. It reminded you of it, but you carried an axe. You can get an axe, and it, it looked almost it, almost the exact copy of Friday Thirteenth. I think it was a Capcom game. That too. was Golden Axe. No, Golden Axe. You uh, you could play the dwarf. Yeah, the you could play so many different or the, characters. Or the, bar, or the sword guy. No, this was uh, fuck. What's the game? Uh, nothing. No, I mean. I don't. I don't remember that one. But they released so many games. Nights of the Round is a Capcom game. Oh God, so much fun. that's a fucking great game. God, it's quarter pumpers, baby. I mean, it was twenty dollars to get to that fucking game. <laughs> oh, that's if you were good. You know what I mean? Because they would just stack fucking villains on, in the fucking screen, and you can't kill them all. So they'd come up and beat the shit out. Final fight. That Final fight's one of the best. That was a great game. Uh, Street Fighter. 
Street Fighter 2, of course. Um, um, Streets of Rage? Was that Capcom? Streets of Rage is not a Capcom game. Was, was that Super but Nintendo? It was, Double Dragon? But it was licensed. Double, Double Dragon was not a... That's an Amco game. Double Take. Um, <laughs> Double um, Trouble. <laughs> Double Bubble. Double Dribble? Double Dribble. <laughs> Remember Peter playing that? He'd always get that side <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm hitting that. Peter, damn it! <laughs> Quagmire flipping, losing his shit. Um, then Capcom kept coming out with stuff like... Now, Capcom's behind Resident Evil. They're behind... Mm-hmm. Um, they really, like, shifted and started really became... They saw what was coming, and they started making it. Resident Evil was such an experiment when you really consider it. There was not a game. Tomb Raider was almost that good, but there was never a game until Resident Evil where you could open doors and go into uh, in the rooms and see shit and everything's three-dimensional, all that stuff. That game did scare me. I never played, Dude, I never finished You know what's ironic? Evil. That one scares me in some ways more than the other ones. <laughs> the, the, cre- the, the fucking shitty old one scares me sometimes because it's the music is real atmospheric. It's real stiff, and the camera angles are so that you can run to the end of the hall and you you can't see your character it's not first person and it's not even over the shoulder it's like the rooms are planned where you run through them yeah you, know? you run to the end of the hall and then you make that right and there's yeah. a zombie right yeah there's a zombie right there <laughs> it's fucking terrible even if you know it's there yeah, like how, i know that motherfucker's now how far they've come i played uh um gta 5 yesterday for a couple hours jesus i can just hop right into it i love gta I, yeah I, uh, you get the black guy i forget his name franklin franklin and uh even though I've already beat the game, there's still like little missions you can do, like assassinating people. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a um, <clears throat> there's one mission where you go where this prostitute is, and uh, you just kind of hang around until a certain guy comes and picks her up, and then you just blast him in the face, <laughs> and then you leave. Then there's another mission uh, where you go, you have to go to this construction site, yeah. and you have to kill everybody there to, to get to one guy. And this guy happens to be in a helicopter once you get to the top. <laughs> so you got to shoot the pile of the helicopter so the helicopter comes down. And and then um, then I just sort of went walking around and punching people and, and beating them up. I'd go to a prostitute and fuck her, pay her 100 bucks, and then kill her and get my money back. And then go spin it at the strip club. And then the cops would come, and God. I'd have a shootout with the cops. <laughs> See, even I, have you played Grand Theft Auto? The I new have, one? but I can't be mean to people. That's not true. One time, Trace, my cousin Tracy, had it. It was Grand Theft Auto Five, and he had unlocked everything. Like he was invincible. He got all the weapons. And he, I was in the house that's like up on the canyon. So I waited. I got the fucking got sniper, sniper rifle. rifle. Yeah. <laughs> and I fucking waited, and I started picking off cops. Fucking left and right. <laughs> And they drive up and I just keep picking them off. Finally, they started converging. So I got the fucking rail gun and started just blowing up their fucking cars. I was running to around shooting them. It was the most fun. And then I'm sitting there going, I put it down. I'm like, I'm a real fucking sick. If person. you find the right spot, they can't, they won't find you. I bet it was fun. If you go up into the mountains and, yeah. and just start picking off pedestrians, <laughs> they won't find you. Did you ever uh, play the Vice City, uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City? Yeah. I did, but to, I don't remember. To this right. day, is my favorite Grand Theft Auto. See, everybody loves Grand Theft Auto, and I think they're good. Don't get me wrong. They're incredible, but, but they're, they're so, so much. complex. They're and so I'm, just, much I, I'm not into it. Like, I don't See, I don't think they're complex. I think The Witcher is complex. That I game got a... For me, I did That's not a like down it. For it's those it's fucking yeah, it's gorgeous. A, sorry, it's not a visual medium. It's one of the the prettiest games. I, I mean, is. I want to get back into it. The graphics are great. Oh my god, it's it's gorgeous. It's a well put together. The fighting is great in it. Yeah, it's just that 
There's so much, and if you don't do this little bit of stuff that you don't know about, you won't be able to beat this boss. The only thing I don't like about it, ironically, is the graphics. It's they're they're far too stiff. Like they they don't run very smooth. I don't like that. That is, if that doesn't get me in the first ten minutes, I'm out. I can't do it. Like it's I'm, weird, like how some some people, like some uh, not people, but like the developers. Like fucking the Batman games. Nothing about those are stiff. The, no, no. the um, the Grand Theft Auto games. They walk and run, and like they actually move their mouths when they talk, mm. and sort of looks like they're actually talking. Yeah, the strippers. I mean, they look like sort of real tits, but not really. <laughs> I mean, like Grand real, Theft Auto like, Six, like real strippers be would awesome. be. Grand Theft Auto Six <laughs> is going to be insane. Well, Red Dead. Red Dead comes out next year. For That's sure. going to be insane. It's going to be fucking nuts. I think they're going to go all out with it. I think they're going to have a whorehouse. I think there's going to be a whorehouse. I think uh, there's all kinds of shit. Last of Us Two is going to be insane, dude. <sighs> yeah, like the, those, like Last of Us. Like it actually, like when you have the the recurve bow and arrow, mm-hmm. and you have to aim up a little bit because yeah. it's not that powerful. Yeah, it's actually like. A, you're not actually pulling back a bow, but it, it's the mechanics of it. It looks like somebody's actually doing it. See, the, the one that got me with that, the, the thing that hooked me with, with that beyond the story, of course, and I know for for six months, easy, I was last of us every time we was, we did a show, and I haven't mentioned it in a long time, but um, the facial expressions is what got me. They're so, they don't have to say anything. You know what they're thinking. That's fucking amazing, you know? Same with Batman. Batman's facial expressions are, are extremely complex. For what you can see since his face is well, no, I'm talking about the, all the other characters that are yeah. talking. You know, it's not him so much because he's just Batman in a sense. Even though you're you're acting through him, is rather a casual observer. You know, it's yeah. like you're just watching a bunch of crazy shit go down. And you don't so. actually you don't you can go into the new one and just fly around and do stuff, and you can listen to listen to the thugs talk. Yeah, like Batman comes around here, I'm going to kick his ass. <laughs> They talk about. I, I, I love see, hearing that, and then I love swooping down. Well, yeah, not only that, but I, 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 I wish they would have reaction where the other t- thugs would taunt the other thug. There he is, going to go kick his ass, tough guy. Like, <laughs> I'm out of here, you know. Um, I, I like that. Uh, I'm trying to think of the games that impressed me most. Resident Evil Seven, extremely impressive game. No Man's Sky. I haven't played it, but I've heard I've heard good and I've heard terrible. I've heard, I've heard terrible. Things. I've heard pretty much. I heard it's beautiful, but it's like oh, Jesus, it's so stupid. But what's really cool is you can just like hop in your ship and fly out of one atmosphere into another planet. See, that's a you know what they should do with that. Well, now we're Star on Wars, Batman. <laughs> Star Wars, Superman, Super make a Superman game that way. I think Rocksteady is it Rocksteady? No, uh, Rock. Yeah, Rocksteady. Aren't they? Trying to make a Superman game. I don't know. I don't, I, I, there's rumors of what they're doing, and we've talked about this before. True. But the only way you could do, not the only way, the way you could do it is uh, just make it a Superman game where, like, play as Superman. Like, just be honest to it. Everything you do is going to be effortless. Like, you you won't. It'll be so much fun because there's nothing you can't do. But the deeper you get into the game, the harder the shit gets. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like kryptonite gloves. Well, no, don't 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 lean on kryptonite. <laughs> you can do that, but have I would have kryptonite zones <clears throat> where you have to do missions like okay, this is going to be a kryptonite mission. Like and there's different kinds of kryptonite. This one's going to make you weak. This one's going to um cuz all kinds of kryptonite does all kinds of things. So this one's going to make you uh mess with your balance. So you have to like kind of, you know, can it be one that makes you shit yourself? Absolutely. <laughs> Great. Does awesome. Superman shit? He, I guess yes, he's sort of human. He doesn't have to, but 
<laughs> just to, just so he doesn't seem weird. He, well, yeah, he, he doesn't. He doesn't have to eat. Like he doesn't have to eat. That's weird because he just takes in all his nourishment from the sun. So actually, when I was writing my th- my Superman West Virginia story, that was one of the things that the parents were talking about. Like he never eats. He's never hungry. I can't get him to eat, but he's growing like a weed, and he can lift the fucking couch. What is going on here? <laughs> that was literally one of the conversations. Like he came home from work, and his yeah, wife sitting there. That. His wife's sitting there, and I didn't know whether to have her smoking a cigarette, because it is, I did set it in the 50s. Yeah, so absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what's wrong with you? Like, he lifted the fucking car today. (laughs) While you were out, he lifted the car. And those cars back then were heavy. (laughs) Those cars were heavy. That was actually, did I tell you guys about that one? Uh, we've, yeah. I've heard a little bit about the was, Superman born in West Virginia story or well, crash in West Virginia. Well, that actually the scene I'd gotten up to, and I hope this doesn't bore you, but I'm just going to tell you about no, it. No, it's not because I'm really interested in this one because, <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't you have him like as a coal miner and you had yeah. like some type of like awesome, he had like, I don't super, know if you did you Superman coal miner light. Yeah. Something yeah, like that. It was, uh, but, it was called the lamp because the, the, Last line of the story is: Did you draw this, or did you? Just I drew a picture it? of it. I drew a picture. I've uh, ever seen it. His, instead of it was on Facebook for a while. Okay, no, I remember yeah. it now. Yeah. Okay, and, instead it was really of cool. like the blue and the uh, and the red and everything, he wore like coveralls. And he had a big <laughs> with the stripes, and he had a big pickaxe. It was the really reflective good. stripes. It was a really good picture because he was like, I drew him like Ed McGinnis Superman, mm-hmm. fucking big, big ass jaw, fucking huge, standing there with a fucking pickaxe. It was awesome, <laughs> but um. The story went that he crashed there, and of course he went to Gollywood High School. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He played football, and then he accidentally injured another kid, and then he had to quit, you know. So then his mom got sick, and he had to go work in the mines. And at first, when he went in the mines, it made him really sick, because it's there's no light, you know, so he was... Why wouldn't he just fly to, like, California, rob a bank, and then come back? Well, that, I mean, that's that's the crux Stop of... Stop it! That's the crux of <laughs> any... He's a good guy. Yeah. Well, that's the crux of any Superman story. Yeah. What kind of morality would you have to have to have, basically, God, God-like powers and still be a good guy? That's the real rub, mm-hmm. you know? But anyway, he did that, and then he finally got adapted to it and stuff, but... uh one of the guys who see it, what I did was what I think is fun is I would take some of the characters like they do in a lot of comic book stories and I built the story where I could include them. One of the guys is John Henry Irons, who's steel. He was he, he was the black Superman with the, the cape and the big hammer and stuff was a cool character, but he was a miner in West Virginia and his son went to school with Clark with and they were still the Kents because you can't change that. Well, they were he got picked on by this other kid, but he was down in the, in the mine with uh with John with John Henry Irons and this big piece of equipment breaks loose and Clark just sticks his hand out and like knocks it off the track and saves John Henry Irons life. Here's one. And he looks at him and he like and he says there's a hole punched in it, you know what I mean? And you can make that uh, turn that equipment into a continuous miner. That's and what I yeah. The uh the big shaft that spins that has the uh, were those round in the fifties break, though breaker shaft. Uh, they had to have something. Okay, something. See, I, like I need to talk to somebody who knows about this stuff because I'm trying to write blind. I don't know anything about the equipment. They had to have something like that in the fifties. I don't know. I really don't know. They, I, they I, weren't I, just doing it with pickaxes back. then. No, they maybe, weren't. Maybe into the thirties, but you know. But then it it's became probably a, a Google search. You guys, I need to do that. We could just Google search. <laughs> we're not going to. And anyway, he he like just kind of throws a hand out and punches his hand through it, and knocks it off the track, and the guy looks at him, 
And then all the other miners get there and they say, what, what happened? Is everybody all right? And then he just kind of looks at him and he says, man, it's the damnedest thing. This rock came out of nowhere and knocked this thing off here. And me and Clark are standing here and almost got us both. And he just kind of looks at him. He said, and then what happened? He's like, yeah, that's what happened. And then when they get to the top of the mine, he said, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you are, but I know you're a good boy because you protected my son. So we're not going to talk about this again. That's a cool story. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So there's that. And then what happens is toward the end, uh, there's a cave in in the mine and it's filling up with water. And at the same time that all this is going on, the CIA uh, is investigating the crash site where the ship came down in the first place. And they've had agents there since, since that time. And they got this one guy and he keeps on asking questions. Well, Clark has to go and his dad is down in there. All kinds of miners are in there. So he has to fly for the first time. He said, you know, cause they, he's like, I can't do this. I can't punch through. It'll fall down on it. I got to get an angle on it. So he has to, has to fly and come down and punch his way through the mountain, saves everybody. Pulls everybody out, and that CIA agent sees him do this. He's tracking him the whole time. And they all, he pulls everybody out, and his dad's standing there. All these other miners are kind of hurt. And the one miner who hated him is because that's the, the kid who he hurt in football, and he ended his football career. And they're all standing around. I was like, what happened? The CIA agent is saying, what happened? And everybody else is lying for him, and they go to that one guy and look at him and say, and he's like, what happened? And he said, sometimes you just find a mine shaft on the way out. He's like, we we got lucky, and then that's pretty much it. Well, that's the end of the story. So cool. that's uh, I've written. I've got good ideas when it comes to story. I can put a story together. You know, from what I can find, I don't know that they they had some pretty heavy machinery. But it would it would have to be something that's not. See, that would not be a really important thing. You know, you know? that's a something from the fifties. Okay. Looks just like a shuttle car. Yeah, it does. Looks it like a, what a man trip. That's uh, not a man trip. That looks like a. Shuttle car, perhaps a feeder. Let's get back into uh, Resident Evil 7. Okay. <laughs> think about it. Sorry about that. <clears throat> I've, I've no. hijacked the show there for a second. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, used to it. <laughs> Shut up. I've started it. I'm Hello, a- my pillow fort sweeties. <laughs> <laughs> that was my impression of Carol. I'm, I'm about 25, 30 minutes into it. It's great. Um, How do you like the atmosphere? It is just tense as uh, fuck. It's very tense. Have you noticed they just put sounds in there for no apparent reason? Yeah. You're like, fuck! <laughs> I want to play with headphones. And they, <sighs> they come from your uh, your controller, don't they, sometimes? No, no, I don't think... Not on this one. Not on this I one. I think they've abandoned that largely. I mean, well, it's... Grand Theft Auto, like, if you get a phone call, it comes from your... Uh, yeah. comes from your phone. Your, That's uh, neat. Controller. Like but, um... I think I, I made it to the point where, uh, you know, he tells you he's coming back after you or whatever, and then... You got to work around, and then you're walking down this hallway, and then all of a sudden, he breaks through the wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God. You got to run from him. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I've, For a second, I thought you were doing fat out. Hey, hey, hey. Then I, then I remember, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> so I've burned him up in the in the, in the the car park. Yeah. And uh, that's where I'm at now. He's laying there dead. Does he come back to life? Let me tell you. No, don't. Okay. Damn it. But great game, yeah. <laughs> Not very long. I hear the slime monsters kind of suck. Like as in they're tough to beat. They or? are tough to beat. But here's the thing. Here's the only thing. Only it's not even really complaint. It's just more of a casual observation. There's no zombies in it. It's a Resident Evil game with no zombies. What the fuck is it then? 
It's they. Is it post zombie and they're, now they're just- no because actually there's clippings from Raccoon City like all over the place if you really look hmm. like it. They, I love I love that I love canon. You know where you. I, I just I love man that's so as somebody who wants to create something that's huge and you can just do whatever you want with it. When you find a group of talented people that can create something so massive. That is so much fun. Well, uh, when you say there's no zombies, I mean, his at the very beginning, his girlfriend's infected with something. Well, yeah, but they're not That's dead. a yeast infection. I mean, they're, it's... <laughs> <laughs> That's syphilis. <laughs> Take that monostat, bitch. Oh, dude. Like, there's a, there's, <laughs> you just reminded me of Carol. There's <laughs> monostat. Monostat. <laughs> but, dude, there is a scene at the very beginning. It's the best first-person stabbing scene I've ever seen in my life. Like you she, see a lot she of those attacks you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking fun. It was so much fun. I was screaming. You get, are you doing the stabbing? No, you get stabbed. Oh, dude, it's great. Yeah, it's so much fun. Well, soon they're gonna put, they're gonna have suits that you put on that have that uh, you can feel it. Hap, haptic haptic some sort of response that makes you not maybe not feel like you've been stabbed, but feel something on you. Yeah, you'll feel like a vibration or Fuck something. That. I'm I'm out. I'd play I'm, that. I'm no. But there's no just it, you look you look down the stairwell. And what then, if there's porn? <laughs> and then, then you put on the suit. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you fucking don't, kidding there, me? There's no suit. The chance to bang Domina can poison out and fucking feel this. <laughs> Bang her <time>. out. <laughs> <laughs> Just get a concussion. Getting Big slapped titties in, face by in face by 90 pound tits. <laughs> Always a good time. Um, as far as great games, I would give it a solid nine. It, it, yeah. It's it's a really good game. It's short though, right? And they say yeah, it's. I mean, six hours. Six hours. Mm. I know you get some type. If you can beat it in four, you get some type of. You get uh, you you're able to you're able to walk faster or some shit. Yeah, I don't know what walk it is. Faster, but and then there's there, of course the unlimited ammo one mm-hmm. that that unlocks if you beat it on hard or. Something. I liked if you beat it on Resident Evil Four, which is. Up there for the best Resident Evil game. Like it might not be the best one, but it's up there. Um, you, if you beat it in a certain amount of time, you got the Chicago typewriter, which is a fucking Tommy gun that could kill anything on the fucking <laughs> game in like three shots. That's one of the things I love. Dead Space. Oh God! I would go through and play those, and you got to keep all your ammo and everything you yeah. got from other things. So I would walk around and talk shit with impunity when I would fucking <laughs> replay it because I had the most powerful guns from the game at the beginning with all, when all when everything's weak. Be like fuck you, and you just start fucking kill all of them. You know, just you run around code or something. Or no, 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 you just keep all your shit. Like yeah, you keep all your shit from the first playthrough. They use the system. Uh, Batman does it. It's an oh, EA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an EA game, but it is a shameless. Uh, they they hijacked the Resident Evil game style, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Because the new Dead Space game, when they finally make it, is going to be horrifying, I and I can't wait. wait. I never finished three though. It was good. I beat it a few times. Really? Yeah. Uh, I've. Um, That's the one I've, where I got all the shit. Like, because you can get so much ammo if you really, you know. I've beat one and two a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third one, I just I kind of lost interest for some reason. Well, it was kind of derivative because it was. Ice and shit. Ice and shit, and uh, all the uh, upgrades to my weapons kind of pissed me off because. Yeah, I don't like that shit where you where I have to like you can I had you can actually create a game uh, create a gun. Yeah, and I had one called uh, Rocket Roller, and it was just fucking. <laughs> you could just nuke everything on the fucking screen because it had a state it had stasis bullets, and it was like every third bullet it was an automatic. So you're like. 
and then everything would freeze, and you could just fucking mow them all down. It was so much fucking fun. So you remember uh, Halo? The only one I ever played was Halo One. We always, I never liked it. We just played online back when online was horseshit. Yeah. And, uh, well, you played. You probably played uh, in a. Uh, more than LAN, yeah. Where you no, connect we all your TV? Online. Oh, really? No, we were stupid online with our thirty-six <laughs> k connection. Well, not even on down. LAN. We just uh, connected televisions. Yeah, it's a LAN. Literally. Okay, yeah. well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you go, you go up to John's house when I was a kid at my buddy's house, and we'd have three TVs and like God. fucking twelve people playing. That's the story I'm gonna tell as soon as Dutch is finished. They had these plasma grenade grenades that you could throw at people, and they would just stick stick to, to them. them. Yeah, they wouldn't know. And, and then they would just <laughs> they're so much fun. <laughs> Capture the flag was the most fun. <laughs> there was I lived uh, in Charleston. Uh, shit, that's been it's not been twenty years ago. It's been an easy fifteen. Well, longer than that because Annie's going to be sixteen soon. But um, we had every game system to that point because it was me and my buddy Robbie Roush. Did and, you have a Dreamcast. Uh, yeah, we awesome. did. Um, I want one. And we had uh, we actually had Sega Saturn. That's cool Because we had a buddy Duff Who had a Sega Saturn And they had a lot of great games on there But we had like Four TVs Like stacked in this one room And we would literally Just come back And nerd out And play games And not even Just It's like this We were all playing our own game We weren't playing the same game And we just look over That was cool shit And then go back to playing yours, You know what I mean <laughs> That was It's a lot of fun So Now everybody does that on their phones Yeah Yeah It's ridiculous It's terrible You guys want to do favorite things Yeah well, Yeah. Sort of just it. been doing that So yeah. Whatever <laughs> Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Favorite thing. What do we what do we got? What do we got? Um let's see. White supremacy. <laughs> no. Uh Captain America. He's a favorite thing. Yep. No, I've already done I've done Captain America. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Coming out with their their start they've started filming the new Avengers. Yeah. And the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy ended up in it. I guess that we'll find out how. It's uh, what they've done is there's a uh, storyline called the Infinity War, which is the name of the movie, mm-hmm. and it's uh, they all fight Thanos, who has the Infinity Gauntlet, mm-hmm. which gives him virtual. I can't wait to see the new Guardians of the Galaxy. Just I think it's going to be good. I, I like the first one. It was fun. As yeah, shit. it was good. I liked it, it a lot. Like uh, some of the dialogue was wonky, but yeah, that's well, okay. You, do? I don't, know you don't expect fucking awesome. Alan Ball's type Alan Ball type writing and some of them you get it. Some of them you get it. I'm, I'm, you know, you're not expecting Tarantino. That'd be great to Tarantino write and direct a superhero. Yeah, let's let's see how awesome that would be. I mean, I would like to. I would like for him to take over Batman. Um, (laughs) I don't know because I think that he would try to make Batman uh, more of an anti-hero than he than he actually already is, and it might not be as much fun. Batman. Is bound by some odd constraints to make yeah. the character believable. He has to be, which they kind of bent those almost to breaking in the Batman vs Superman movie. It's pretty great though. It was great. I gotta be honest. It's <laughs> fucking badass. We had the guns. He's killing yeah. everybody. That's fucking great. It's like, yeah, fuck him. Finally, he's had enough of this <laughs> yeah. shit. He's had all he can stand. He's, he's and he can't he's, stand he's, he's literally become not the young rookie cop. He's become the behind the desk guy who pulls he's out the whiskey. Yeah, he pulls out the whiskey. I'm getting too old for this shit. Next well, he also great. blows people up in Batman Returns. Sure does. Yep. Yeah, he does. Yeah, riding riding to the uh, the penguins uh, hideout. Yeah, but blowing people up with I rockets. Don't like that one. Eh, do not okay. like Batman Return. I do like what they're doing with Gotham right now. The oh, dude, so good. Still haven't watched a single fucking dude, episode. So fucking good, dude. The, the, the kid that plays the Joker. 
And that was fucking, that they're doing some pretty good stuff with that. Yeah, check me. that out. It's pretty cool. Um, but it, it's a slow burn because if you really want to see the whole thing, you got to start from season. So one. is that one of your favorite things? He's Gotham? a little cool. Yeah, he's cool. It, he's a little kid. And is the show him training? Yeah, he, he trains, trains with Alfred. Time. Alfred and Alfred's a badass. Let's get yeah. into that. Let's get into that. I love. That's a favorite thing. Alfred, the character, because he can be portrayed in so many different ways. Did you ever watch the Batman, the cartoon that came on? Like I early did. 2000s? Some, you know, the Alfred in there was a badass too. I like him when he's. Uh, I like the Jeremy Irons. Oh, dude, he was fucking. Awesome. <laughs> he was really good. He's a wartime Batman, <laughs> yeah. but still kind of like uh, flying, I, yeah. flying drones and shit. Yeah, that was cool. I, yeah, I really liked the Jeremy Irons version. And I think they might have found the new rumor. There's rumors of a new director for the Batman because yeah. Affleck's Affleck. not going to do it. I don't know that he can because I think it's an. I really wish he would though, but I don't think he wants to play. You know who should never ever direct another fucking DC movie? Zack fucking Snyder. Do not let him direct <laughs> another fucking. Movie. That's a known thing. They're saying God. Matt Reeves. Is going to direct the new Batman. They need to hijack some people from the Marvel Universe. Them cats is they're hanging tight. Like they're not they're not breaking ranks. They're like fuck you. We're not doing that. We're yeah. Marvel. I like that provisionally, but the one provision is Jesus Christ. Could we please, please? And I know this is too soon. Do a Superman reboot with one of those directors. Imagine if you will, <laughs> Daddy. Uh, a Superman movie directed by Joss Whedon or <laughs> this Matt this Matt Reeves guy that they're uh, that's rumored to be directing the Batman also has done War of the Planet of the Apes, which is coming out this summer. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Cloverfield. Oh, um, Cloverfield! A couple of episodes. Of I think Felicity. this might be. I think this might be their. <laughs> <laughs> this might be their coup. This might be DC's coup because Marvel can't be on top forever. It's just the nature of anything, you know. You just can't be so. And they, but they have taken what? It's been a decade run at it. Well, I mean, yeah. now, but now, now Marvel is. Uh, well, if you count the X Men, yeah, X Men back there. But, uh, but the then, first one's pretty great. Come on, no, no. I'm not saying they're not good. I'm saying it's different. Like it's well, the, the now, Marvel properties now, they have. See, like the why Marvel's going to own everything now. Rated R. They are. They are. They are everything to do that. Fucking Logan, man. Lo- is Logan going to be rated R? It's rated R. Logan's rated R? It's rated There's fucking a new R. Logan trailer out. I cannot wait. <laughs> is there a new one from the last one we saw that had the, the song? Uh, yes. Yeah. It's um, Also, you know, on the movie front, uh, the guy that played Kenny Powers. Yeah. Danny uh, McBride. Danny McBride, McBride and his writing partner are uh, doing Halloween. And it's going to take place after the first two. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's strange. I think it's going to be awesome. And I, I watched the th- Halloween 3, the uh, season of The Witch, a couple weeks ago. Isn't it great? It's fucking incredible. D- I told you. I told you. Isn't it the best it before one? before when I was a kid. And I, I liked it when I was a kid. But It's now, the best one. It's really good. Yeah. It has nothing to do with so Michael original. Myers. So original. Like this weird you actually mask. sent me a message. I remember when you sent me yeah. a message. I was like, yeah, it's fucking great. <laughs> it's really good. It's like... I like the fact that it's so different and it took so, so many risks. And, I never watched you know, it. It's so weird. Michael Would Myers is on? Michael Myers is not in it. It's, it's not even. It, go watch it on Amazon. Hmm. The only time it ever mentions uh, the other movies is at the end when it shows all these towns, something bad's getting ready to happen, mm-hmm. and it says Haddonfield, Illinois. That's the only time it does. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but it was you know, it's it's really good. Well, I mean, like, who's the? Uh, is it a copycat killer or is it just? 
a completely different story, not connected, period. It's not a copycat. It is has fuck all to do with anything about the original Halloween okay. movies. It is like I'll give you a backdrop to the story. Okay, yeah. There's a guy, he's a he's a doctor. He sees this uh he gets a patient. Um well, two patients. Uh, it, the beginning is a little sketchy because it's hard for me to remember because mm-hmm. I usually fall in about half an hour in and I just can't quit watching it because it's that good. Mm. Well, but then these masks start popping up, these silver shamrock masks, and there's this song keeps on playing, and I will play it. I'll wait till Dutch gets back because it's so fucking creepy. Oh. <clears throat> well, I got a favorite thing. Go ahead. Pinball. I went to that pinball arcade. I wanted to ask you about that. Oh is it a pinball God. museum? Is that what it they is? They call it a museum. Yeah. But there's uh, there has to be 40-some pinball tables in there. Shit. What is it? No, he, he went to a pinball place. Shit. I went to pinball, but we'll... Uh, Are we going to say that white people shit does not include pinball? I believe it does. I believe pinball is almost the penultimate white people shit thing. What? <laughs> pinball? There was a mix of really? uh, races in there. White... Off white, <laughs> eggshell, <But> trout belly. <laughs> but, <clears throat> you, you pay this place. You pay fifteen dollars, and it gives you a pass all day long to play anything in there. You just walk up to the game and hit start. Was it all pinball, or was it? A, well, okay, so they had this incredible did they have Galaga. Yeah, did you spend a lot of time at Galaga? Yeah, I set I set all the high scores <laughs> before I left. I love Galaga. <laughs> I love Galaga. That's my favorite. Is there a picture of you doing the suck it thing? <laughs> In front of the gallery. You know what I like to do? Get a picture of Gallagher and punch Billy Mitchell right in the front. Of him. <laughs> yeah, I, me too. But this is a huge room. Uh, all the walls, you know, lined with pinball machines. And uh, it starts pretty much from like the 50s. Like Pinball Wizard. Uh, and then it keeps going up. And there's Taxi, which I got stuck on. Uh, taxi like, the, like show. the Show? Yeah, the Taxi the Show pinball game. How odd. A whole lot of fun. Uh, and then it just keeps going around to the 90s and then uh, 2000s and stuff. And then you walk into another room that's probably the size of uh, the living room and dining room here. And it's black lights, 80s music playing, 80s video games. Oh, I love those. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> I mean, they had they have titties everywhere. <laughs> did you notice that? Like Boris did some of the art for them. There's big titties everywhere. No, big boobies. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, after you hang out in there for a while, there's another room off about the size of his uh, living room in the front here, and it's 90s. Oh, fuck yeah. It's 90s um, video games, 90s music playing, mm-hmm. like uh, all your side scrollers, That's punch awesome, them ups dude. and stuff. I, I, dude, 12 o'clock to 9 o'clock, I had a passport, so I was there. So they're all free? You can play as much as you want? Yeah, walk in and hit bucks? start. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's a nerd. nerd walk, walk in. And Where is this? Ashland, North Carolina. Ashville. I'm fucking Ashville. there. But uh, uh, you can drink there, too. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, uh, alcohol. Why did I quit drinking? <laughs> <laughs> so, because you were going off the rails. I really was. There, there's a point where Elena looks at me. She goes, Aaron, I'm going to go shopping. <laughs> so, <laughs> We haven't looked at oils <laughs> once. <laughs> there are no vinegars in our cart. <laughs> but, uh, so she goes shopping, and I said, oh, if I want to stay, I'm going to need a new pack of smokes. 
<laughs> Can and you smoke another pack of books. No, you can't smoke in there. But oh, that'd be awesome. But playing these video <laughs> games and you just want a cigarette. Smoke and they're like a, it's like a casino for uh, nerds. <laughs> oh, it'd be the best because <laughs> you know you at, at smoke the and State Casino, there's like ashtrays everywhere. You can smoke everywhere. There's people walking around giving you whiskey because you're a high roller or whatever the fuck. I'm going to uh, but play, I had a black. play something for Aaron. Are you? Yeah. I'm really, really hoping that it's not going to be Hoping it's not the opening. commercial. Oh, here I played we, here that we go. one, but they had some problems with the flippers on. Oh yeah, I was going to play this too. This is from. This is the final one that made people go crazy, right? But they in the movie they started this like a week, a week ahead, so it was like six more days to Halloween. Yeah. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon, and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it. God, that voice. Don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. <laughs> the cop in that movie just completely uh, ditches his wife for the. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to copy. He was a doctor. I'm going to watch this tomorrow. Oh, he was a doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an ER doctor. <laughs> he completely ditches his wife for the girl that was, mur- dude, you, who's had family murdered or something. I'm telling you, you'll love it. It's yeah, it's I'm, it's a good movie. I'm gonna watch it. Just uh, put it in the scope that it is from the '80s. Yeah. Early eighties, well, eighty three, maybe, and the, the the acting isn't great. The story's good though. No, I thought the acting was not bad. The, the, the main guy, I can't bad. remember his name. He's been in a lot of stuff. Um, Merle Hickens, I think, was the main guy's name. Merle, Merle Hickens. Hickens. Let's talk about um, one of my favorite things. I, I watched a documentary last night called "The uh, Brainwashing of My Dad." Hmm. I've heard of this, and it's a shitty documentary. I mean, it's it's. The information in it is good, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's like an extremely independent. Maybe maybe had a hundred thousand dollar budget, and they didn't spend any of it on editing. <laughs> and uh, but the information in it's good. Matthew Modine is the uh, narrator. Mm, like okay, he's a pretty decently known guy. I mean, yeah. this must have been before Stranger Things because it was it came out in sixteen. But it's about how older people and even some younger people watch like. Confirmation bias news like Fox News, okay, yeah, and like they just, any news on TV, yeah, and it, it traces the history of it back to the '60s <clears throat> with the Roger Ailes, who was running Fox News until a few months ago. It traces it back to like '66 after uh, what's his name Nixon lost mm-hmm. lost the election to uh, Kennedy. Did Kennedy he, did he, he run lost again a- against LBJ or did he wait? I well, LBJ took control after. He did not. He didn't seek a nomination. He, he got reelected though. LBJ got reelected in '66, I think. I think. I, I, no, I'm not sure. No, he did not. No, LBJ uh, did not. He said, "I will not accept my party's nomination." I think he could. Vietnam destroyed LBJ, so he didn't want anything more to do with the office. He was actually not a bad guy in in a lot of ways. Typical Southern Democrat. He was a racist, but he believed that everybody deserved the same rights, even if he didn't like. Well, he was the president from '63 to '69, so he did get reelected. But he could have sought a third, uh, basically a third term, because he didn't. Right, get he took over term. exactly. See, but yeah, he got okay, elected yeah. the second mm-hmm. time. He beat whoever that was. I think it was Goldwater. He beat it was Goldwater. Goldwater. <laughs> Goldwater was Donald Trump before Donald Trump. He was yeah. a fucking nutcase. And uh, Roger Ailes basically um, told, got the Republicans together, and uh, said, "Americans are stupid. We need to." Whatever your message is, put it out there, but first boil it down to the lowest common denominator and make it a slogan. Yeah. 
And then you get talking points. This is where talking points come from, where you keep hearing fake news, this, uh, whatever, whatever they keep repeating on the news every day. And I hope Alex Jones is right about Trump, you guys. <laughs> I hope he is too. <laughs> Goddamn, I hope he is. I mean, what do you mean? Just, what did just he say? bringing out all this, uh, stuff against the Republicans and Democrats. Mostly what, that he's just, that he's here to just throw a monkey wrench in the system and shows how fucked it is? No. Yeah, show, show us that it's really fucked he's and not. that, uh, no, he's not. Everybody's he's not. raping kids. He's not. <laughs> Dude. Interdimensional child molesters. He, he is, no matter, I, I know that Elena was still on the fence of this, and we discussed it. This is my opinion, just mine. He is not intelligent. I don't think so either. He's um he's incredibly naive. He is an anti-intellectual. He's a fucking dumbass. Is basically what he is. His dad told him how to fuck the market. That's that's how he he's gotten by and you know lost massive amounts of money. But he's bankrolled by the United I'm going States. On a it really hope, fucking matter. This is just hope. But it's not real. <laughs> don't hope for what what, what okay, if it is. Okay, what here, if it is? Here's the thing. But here, here's a nice saying: Hope for rain or pray for rain, but dig your well while you do it, because he ain't gonna be fucking, you know. <laughs> now we're digging where the taters are. <laughs> I saw thing. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright infringement. But he, uh, the, the documentary it talks about how they they boil everything down to a uh, to a, a slogan, and then it talks about how the fairness doctrine was, uh, I guess, repealed. Mm-hmm. That. Which allowed giant corporations. There's seven giant corporations that own all media, essentially. The Rand Corporation being one of those. Yeah, and the fucking the British guy that owns Fox News, um, Rupert Murdoch. Rupert Murdoch, and there's like there's seven of them, and then you got some over here on the left, some over here on the right, and they're all doing the same thing, just in a different way. And then it, the fairness doctrine meant that if you're in the media, you don't have to represent both sides, which opened up the the hole for uh, the Rush Limbaugh's of the world. Just to repeat, there's no make ca- things up. Basically, things there's up. there's just no accountability. There's no yeah, there's accountability no accountability for, yeah. for journalism. Which I guess you're into talk show, whatever. But like you can sit and talk about things and make things up and then repeat them and repeat them and repeat them and people believe them and then people get in, people get mad and then they vote on that they're mad. Well, about see, that's this. that's the thing, and that's what we were discussing and have discussed ad nauseum is the fact that um, when it came right down to it, and I'm not calling every Trump voter dumb. I'm just saying that. The majority of them are probably dumb, and we, but also the majority of any voter is dumb. That's the, true. The majority okay, of people are that's just pretty. Fair, but I'm saying I'm using this as a as maybe a, not even dumb, just uninformed. Like yeah, I like the slogan. That's what I'm saying. The, sl- <laughs> the slogan is what caught him. You know, when they people like together and chant things. I mean, people are people love chanting. People are chimps. They you know, and <laughs> chimps they get together and and watch the head chimp do something and do what that chimp does. What uh, Thoreau said, one of the best quotes I've ever heard. He said, "The head monkey in Paris puts the fucking hat on, and the rest of uh, and everybody else follows suit." That's what happens. People don't like thinking for themselves because that's difficult. And when you have some idiot chanting a slogan and you don't have to actually think about the issue. Then you go and vote for it that way. And then you have the truly dumb people who believe that shit. And yeah. you argue with them daily on Facebook. No, you're an idiot for believing that. Well, I've got to be an idiot. Because you are. You know, I, I don't know. Why do you have to be an idiot? <laughs> That's why I tell people all the time. I got an argument with one guy. I said, you know, the internet is awash with free books. It's awash <laughs> with information. You can actually educate yourself on these things. And how are maybe, you avoiding all of it? That's exactly. How do you avoid all this? It's not just the shiny box that brings you porn. It'll do other things if you ask it It is to. that. But there are many other uses. <laughs> that's the best part. It, yeah, I mean, that's the best. That's, that's a favorite best. thing of mine. Porn. 
Internet porn. Yeah. Oh, it's the best. It's pretty um, great. Um, women you could never ever get. Yeah, it just <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't even think twice. That, that, that hardly even exists. You could stand in front of them and scream and they would not hear you. What you're are just, the odds? You're on a different dimension. What are the odds of a Dominican poison walking down the street here? I mean, none. I mean, they just, ah. she exists like in one place there. So, it's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, um, like the, the Rush Limbaugh thing and like there's like talk radio was before like Fox News became a thing and that's where things started to shift. Well, because just people screaming and then if and like truckers and people that drive back and forth to work, they just start listening. There's a guy screaming. This will entertain. It'll keep me awake for the drive. And then they like, then they start believing what, what this guy's saying and then agreeing with him. So the documentary went and showed how it destroyed his father, turned him into a it was xenophobe a, It was a woman's idiot. father. Yeah. Turned him into into a xenophobe and uh, poor people. Um, why are my taxes going to pay for poor people? And then he got sick and put in the hospital because he was a really old dude. Yeah. And uh, his wife, who didn't agree with him at all, and he they used to agree because mm-hmm. he just started – Listening to Rush Limbaugh and, and uh, Fox News, when he went into the hospital, she changed the presets on his on the radio, unsubscribed him from a bunch of different email stuff, subscribed him to some more moderate and some left leaning stuff in his email, and then eventually he's his whole attitude started changing. Yeah, like you know, I'm not like the biggest fan of Obama, but I think he's doing his. I think he actually does want to do a good job. When six months earlier, he's trying to destroy the country. Right, he's trying to destroy everything this was built on. But after you change just a few things, you start thinking differently because this guy was immersing himself Mm -hmm. in um, all this anti-left, anti. It's really anti-freedom. Well, in a me. sense, it's it's what they they try to do, like Fox News and 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 that whole. And what's what I find a bit ironic is that the whole right wing media they they say that the left wing media is false and brainwashing people. Well, that's one of their well, things. He, well, who would, Roger Ailes admitted that. who would know who would know better other than the people who are doing it themselves. Yeah, Roger. like hey, they're doing what we do. Yeah, they are. You know, because the left does do that. They do do that. But do do. do. <laughs> <laughs> but Roger Ailes invented that. We'll talk. We'll talk about the liberal media nonstop. Whenever, well, whenever then, the right wing media it makes millions and billions of dollars, and I've been arguing with not arguing because I because he unfriended me, I won. But you know, um, shout out his name. <laughs> I, I, he's. I'll put Echo on it. It'll be awesome. He, my family is in debt to him in, in some ways. <laughs> but, uh, um, but he he kept on. We got into an argument over the wall. Somebody had put something other. They're, they're going to build a that great wall. album. And then I, <laughs> mother the movie's loves great. a baby. Daddy loves. You don't eat your meat. You can't have any pudding. <laughs> poems, poems, no less. Lad, Phelps is of a poet. Anyway, um, mother, do you think they'll drop the bomb? God, that's, <laughs> that's such a good album. Roger Waters is amazing. Who was the Genius, man. I guess it was Roger, it was Roger Waters. Waters. He wrote, wrote a lot of the songs. Because once he left the but band. David Gilmore. David Gilmore. Shit out of dude, da- there were so many good Pink Floyd albums after the wall and even after Roger Waters left. You know, people don't give him credit for that sometimes. But anyway, um, I, we got into an argument and it was over the wall. And I know the wall's not being built. A, it's a fiscal nightmare. You just can't do it. It, it is not economically feasible. B, the construction of it is a nightmare. There have been so many construction companies who have passed because they say you can't build in fucking sand. We're not doing it. <laughs> you just can't do it. Yate sand. <laughs> when wasn't no crawl dad to be found, we ate sand. Yate sand. Some, one time I got my own crawl dad and I threw it in a pot. 
<laughs> without no water. It's like making popcorn. But um, and then seventy, and then I I brought this up, and he is <laughs> people get that, and he and he's and he's a guy who is indoctrinated in America that the Native Americans essentially Kid Rock. No, he's an old guy, ball but he but ball, he, but he's from that generation. <laughs> like Bill Burr said, his parents finished off the extermination of the Native Americans. That's that group who believed that Native Americans got what was coming to them, that they are a backward uh, try All that bullshit that they're, that you're taught in class to make what we did more palatable. Word. You know? Word. <laughs> you're hunter-gatherers. Well, I guess I so. Guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I am an alcoholic. Uh, but then I brought up, because that tribe in Arizona and their chief came out and said, a 75-mile swath of it in Arizona goes through their land, directly through their land. And they said, you're not building that here. We're a sovereign nation. If you try to do that, that's an act of war, and we'll go to the United Nations. Granted, the fact that the United Nations, when it's dealing with us, has no teeth. But yeah, we're, and us, we're, we're its teeth, essentially. Well, we're, we are – there. have you noticed – and we'll get into this here in a second after I just – uh, let me just make this one point, and then we can get into that. Have you noticed the amount of pressure and how how quickly they are breaking Trump down? He's done; like he's finished. He's, yeah, he cannot believe that he can't do whatever he wants. Exactly. With, with it's, it's. I mean, he he's gone against the courts and he's lost. He's out we'll see in court. court. Yeah. And, then, and the court says, "Yeah, he's seen us. He's seen <laughs> twice. us twice, twice, two and zero, oh. and he lost undefeated." <laughs> I think they should start doing that, like on their robes, have a two and zero oh on them. <laughs> but um, and he said uh. And that was the point that broke him. He he didn't know. He says that's more of that fake news. I said no, it's not. And I went and got the articles. I said here he says it. Here's the here's the map, and here's the swath. Seventy five fucking miles. They're not building that there. So he was just <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah. So he so he did that. I'm fired up. And then he uh, and he couldn't. <laughs> And he couldn't handle it. He couldn't handle being beaten. So he started, and he didn't necessarily turn on me, but there were two other women arguing on my behalf, not on my behalf, but with me, you know, who would agreed. Would women to speak with you, boy? Speak for you? You should have seen what they did to this guy. <laughs> These two women. Was it on my level? Oh, God. It was so Was it on brutal. Kid Rock's level? It wasn't on your level. There was no mentions of mother's gargling cum, but it was... What's good for it? It was just a skillful takedown. And one of them called him a bitch, basically. Oh. She, she was just like because he blocked her and all kinds of stuff, and she and the other girl says, "Don't worry, I'm screenshotting it and showing it to you so so you can keep discussing what he's saying." So he finally just backed off of the thread and hasn't talked to him since. And he tries to keep arguing with them, and he sent them threatening private messages. No they reported him on Facebook. What a queer! Yeah, it's just a fucking son of a bitch. That button. guy needs a stunner. But that's what I'm oh, saying. Oh hell yeah! But that's what I'm saying. And then I brought that up to a friend of mine. He said, "Well, well, well then the wall will just go like this." I was like. So what are you saying? Wait, wait. I was like, wait, what are you saying? I love the logistics of this. Yeah, He's going to build he a, said, put a curve. We'll just it? go. We'll just go around that reservation. I said, wait a second. So what you're essentially saying is we're giving up land of the United States in that territory of Arizona, uh, making sure those Native Americans who are American citizens and citizens of that tribe, we're just going to expatriate them. Is that what we're going to do? And then he shrugged. I said, that's a Republican argument right there. <laughs> they shrugged because that's all they fucking got. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> All the crap uh. Critics 
Get into it. <laughs> I wonder if, I've, if I'm the only person that's played ball with the ball this week because this uh, is twice <laughs> in the week. Are you kidding? We're in America. They're playing every fucking day. <laughs> We're in a- Trump plays that every day when he gets up. That's his int- his uh, wake up music, <laughs> his alarm. <laughs> there was somebody talking today, and I'm. Oh God, I wish I could. I need to have a notebook so I can write down some of the shit going on. Kid Rock just calls him every morning and wakes yeah. him up with that. Here's that what I was looking for. It's uh, called Sunseeker. It is the newest Logan trailer, I suppose. Ooh. He looks so, so haggard. He's a limo driver. Don't worry! I'm a limo driver! <laughs> Assholes around. There's no way this movie's not gonna be great. Yeah, no, it's, gonna be it's so layered. It's so complex. The trailers make it look like Christopher Nolan had something to do with it. Exactly. No, he didn't. That was it. Mm. That's a weird trailer. That's fucking, but that's amazing. I mean, it's <laughs> great. See, that's. He's drinking and driving. It's like John Wick. Like we talked about with John Wick. The best stories, especially when, when you're dealing with, I think, movies and, as a medium, tell as much as you can with as little time as possible. Yeah. With as little dialogue as possible. What was John Wick? Hour 45? Hour Newman's, 45. The new one's two. And it got what? 96%? What did the original get? I have no idea. I it's, think it was pretty highly rated as well. Yeah, they say this one's like the the action of uh, the last forty five minutes of the first John Wick, in the like f- from the begin from, <laughs> from, from get go, <laughs> hitting the ground running. <laughs> Jesus Christ! He just killed a bus full of nuns. If they keep making Deadpool movies, uh, John Wick, the first one, uh, got eighty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Did you hear what Omarosa said? Have you heard her quote about Donald? I did see that. <laughs> okay, let's play for Aaron. Have you heard this? No. This is pretty great considering she is one of the she's the biggest cunt I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Besides Tommy Laren. Whoever ch- Okay. Here's- every critic, every detractor will have to bow down to President Trump. It's everyone who's ever doubted Donald, whoever disagreed, whoever challenged him. It is the ultimate revenge to become the most powerful man in the universe. Is he Superman? Every critic. <laughs> and that's, see, that is so amazing to me that she has, that these people, her, Donald Trump, all of his cronies, Sean Spicer, all these idiots are that fucking dumb. They have advanced themselves. And see, they have... It's like Tywin Lannister described the the description... I'm actually going to put that up. That is going to be a good quote. Tywin Lannister looked at Tyrion in season four. No, season three, when they had their meeting. And it's one of the best scenes I've ever seen in any show. Charles Dance and, you know. And he's sitting there and he wants Casterly Rock. And he says, you can't have it. He's like, why? He said, why? He says, because you are as ill-formed, deceitful, 
spiteful little creature full of lust, avarice, and low cunning. That's exactly how he describes his son to his face. And that is Donald Trump all fucking over. <laughs> Except Tyrion actually has intelligence and compassion and all that shit. That's just what his dad sees in him. For Donald Trump, it's actually fucking true. He is unintelligent, but he has a certain almost superhuman <laughs> fucking level of street cunning. You know what I mean? It's like I wouldn't bet on him against him if he was down, but I sure as fuck wouldn't bet on him if he was in a spelling contest. It's not going to fucking, you know, not going to be, you know. And that's I mean, the, I wouldn't either, honestly. That's the divide is that you have people like her and him. And, and I don't even know Sean Spicer. He might be more intelligent than they're giving credit He's, for. I just think he has the hardest job in the world. I think right he did. Well, no, and then poor Kellyanne Conway. Well, she's dumb. She's getting torn to the box of. Uh, she dicks. is dumb, isn't she? She's fucking. Well, stupid. I don't know that she's dumb, but she completely. That's that's Just against the law. Completely, like, you should go buy Ivanka Ivanka Trump's. Uh, yeah, that's product. you can't do that. This is not a business. This is a fucking government, and you can't do the that. Whole, the whole thing about uh, the tweet that he sent out about the Trump sent out about uh, Nord- Nordstrom's being very unfair mm-hmm. to Ivanka. That's illegal. Well. That in itself isn't illegal, but him doing it in the middle of a security briefing, like that, that's when that tweet was sent out. He was in the middle of a security briefing. There's tornadoes. I, I was in, not. In Louisiana, everything's getting all fucked up. And we he's worried about his daughter's a fucking business. We were worried about Bush with the levees in New Orleans. And the fact that I think Bush was unprepared, but he was a caring man. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think he... he he's, he's not a bad guy. I don't think he's inherently evil. I think Dick Cheney is inherently evil. Oh, okay. Dick Cheney is very... <laughs> and Donald evil. Rumsfeld is the fucking Have you ever watched himself, W? Buddy. Yeah. No, yeah. It's Oliver Stone in the uh, twilight uh, of his career. It's not very good. Well, yeah, but what's his name? Oh, what's his name? Josh is Dick Brolin. Cheney? No, as Dick oh, Cheney. Oh, uh, fucking uh, uh, Dreyfus. Richard yeah. Dreyfus. Oh, my God. Richard Dreyfus. Spot fucking on. Terrifying. <laughs> Fuck them. We make the rules. We, we tell them what's true. We. Well, I'm just like, wow. I could really say them here and say this shit. That, yeah, that scene, like the breakfast scene, where well, I don't know. I, it's just it's a it's, it's George a, it's eating. A, yeah, and and George W. Bush is he was a figurehead. He was just a, a prop. Trump is a prop for Bannon, but Bannon is going away. Kids, he's he will not make it through the fucking process. They are going to eviscerate him. Apparently, Trump was so mad about. Melissa McCarthy's portrayal of Sean Spicer that he wouldn't even comment on Saturday Night Live, right? On uh, publicly, like he always does. The th- the thing that's scary, and here's the precedent that is scaring me: they silenced Elizabeth Warren, they censored her, and silenced her formally. Well, we don't. Well, well she was warned. <laughs> she persisted. <laughs> she she was explained. Nevertheless, she persisted. I love Elizabeth Warren. I like all the memes they're making out of that. I, I like the fact that all the feminists and they're absolutely right, and all the people who are on who are on the left now, we've won. They don't they don't <laughs> see, they don't seem to understand this. For this brief victory of stupidity, we've won. Like the pendulum has swung so far so fast that it's coming back like a motherfucker. It's really going to be hell to pay when this fucking happens. They're all gone. When the, once the elections come up, every Republican gone. They're, say they're not. They're not going. Huh? I wouldn't say all of them. Well, I would say the ones that are stupid and and, and the ones who haven't distanced themselves from Donald Trump are finished. We need to get rid of Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin's gone. He will eventually be gone. He's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, he. Uh, he's a drunk. Voted too, to by confirm. The way. Oh yeah, I know that. His dad was a child molester. Um, I know that. 
Yep. He was down at he was down at uh, my my buddy interacted with him. And he said, "Buddy, it t- it smelled like he took a bath in bourbon." Well, it's so it's wild how like, Joe Manchin it. is in West Virginia is hated by both parties. Well, because he he's yeah, he's still what did Braun again Game of Thrones quote? I'm just going to live my life by Game Game of Thrones quotes. You should Braun. Well, I mean it's it's valid, but Braun said, uh, "You try to please everybody, you'll be the most popular dead man in town." Yeah, so yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great, and that's you know. There's actually a book. Did you know there's a book out called The Wit and Wisdom of Tyrion Lannister? Yes. And it's so no. fucking great. Dude, he has so many quotes in that book. No, I didn't know. There, it, I didn't no, know no, no. I'm saying book. that you need to, I mean, check it out. Have you read it? Yeah. Well, I've read all the quotes in the book. I know what he says. Uh, so yeah, it's, but, I mean, I've read. But they just put, like, made a they, book. They collected them all together. Are there pictures of him, like. Yeah, it's like, actually got pictures on, of him. On the right, on the left. Yeah. The quote on the right. Yeah. <laughs> I love that character, dude. I do too. He's, he's I'm the, the god of tits. <laughs> 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 when he's drunk and he's at, he's been forced to bury Sansa, and Joffrey's threatening him, and he's and he and he's it's like uh, he's like I'm sorry, I didn't mean to disparage the royal cock. Mine's so small. He's like drunk <laughs> off his ass, and the king says something, and Tywin Lannister's sitting there, and when Tywin's sitting there, the king has no power. So Tyrion knows that, so he's kind of manipulating it, and he's talking about. He's like, "I'm going to make you fuck her," and he pulls out a he pulls out a knife, he slams it in the table. He said, "You make me do. You say I'm going to do one more thing, I'm gonna, yeah, and you'll be fucking your wife with a with a wooden cock." <laughs> and everybody's like, oh. and Tywin Lannister's like, he's just drunk. <laughs> Take him to bed. <laughs> Charles Dance's Tywin Lannister is great. That's, you know, the reason I'm talking so much about it, I watched it the past couple days again uh, just to check it out. Oh, yeah. Such a good yeah. show. It's one of my way to rumor, sit back again. Rumor is that uh, Rosie O'Donnell has volunteered to play Steve Bannon on Saturday Night Live. That'll get him fired. That will be the death knell um, of the Trump presidency. Yeah, all they have to do have, like, tonight. Have uh, a woman play Donald Trump? He'll get so fucking fumed. I guarantee he gets so fucking mad. I love Kate McKinnon. I love any of them. Kate McKinnon. But did you have, see her no, as no, Betsy no. DeVos? No, no. Have um, Leslie Jones play Donald Trump, the big black girl. <laughs> that would be awesome. And she plays Donald Trump as Leslie Jones. As Leslie yeah. Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you somebody, child. <laughs> <laughs> Just really coon it up and make it fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about when black comedian. I know, I know, thing. I know. That's they, a term that that is yeah, used. Yeah, I know. It's just by black comedians. Yeah. So I was thinking, yeah, do it. Fuck them. I love the fact that NFL players from the uh, Patriots wouldn't go see Donald Trump. Yeah, they're not going. That to was go. awesome. Some of there's like, like no, six of them right now. Yeah, and Tom Brady. By the way, um, I'm talking to any NFL player. I will give you whatever meager. I know you make millions of dollars, but you can count on my 150 dollars. I can give you if you can kill Tom Brady by hitting him. This means you. Uh, Javon Clowney or whatever the fuck your name is, Javon Clowney. Yeah, the guy who almost killed. Why you, that. Why are you not like uh, Tom Brady? Because he's a cunt. Why's he a cunt? He's a right wing cunt. He's, I don't think he's right wing. I don't think he thinks about it at all. I think Donald Trump's arrogant. been nice to him. He's arrogant. Would you not be arrogant? Yeah, if, you if I was Tom, yeah, the, the, the no, you don't time, have to be that way. I would be so arrogant. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> God, let me make my points. It's just like the Bill Burr. Like if it was socially unacceptable to hit me, I'd be such a prick. (laughs) (laughs) What are you gonna do? (laughs) Knocking his protein shake out of his hand. (laughs) I love the way he bomb shit. Oh yeah. That did you watch the special? Yeah, it's good. I haven't got to see it all the way through yet. But did you see when he lost the crowd? Like he was. Uh, It's about three quarters of the way in, and they were. Is it when he's doing the big long, the real long bit 
About the gorilla? Yeah. He didn't lose them then, necessarily. He lost them when he started going after Trump a little bit. They didn't like that. If you notice, they didn't really like it. They were just... I, didn't, I don't remember. Did he do a, uh, a killing off of the people yeah, bit? I think there was a little bit of one in there. But he didn't do it. He didn't go after him like a like an Amy Schumer type of going after him. He didn't say, oh, he's a fuck buzz. He's just a guy. He's like, he wouldn't be so bad if he wasn't such a racist. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. a fucking racist. <laughs> he was like, and he's right. I mean, he's absolutely right. Yeah. We've talked about this before, and I was kind of on the fence about it. Donald Trump is really a fucking racist. I mean, he's a racist bad. And he's he's one of those racists who thinks because he has like the omarosas and people like that in his corner that he's not. He has the tokens. Yeah, he's he's terrible. I mean, I I, I love watching him. Oh, that's my uh my screen saver. Is that Jeff Dunham and No, that's fucking Donald Trump puppet with Steve Bannon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second, I'll punch up the picture where it's not too blurred. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty fucking funny. Hey, John Leguizamo's in the next uh in the in the next John Wick, I believe. That's good. I love that character. John Leguizamo is one of my favorite characters in the movie. He was great. <laughs> um I'm trying to think of something else to talk about. I can't think of anything right now. We're off the top of my dome. Let me look up something here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was something else we were going to talk about. Yeah, I can't think of it, though. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I have anything else. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a wrap. No, yeah, we uh, can wrap. I don't give a shit. No, let's, well, we got more show here. Let's see. Let's talk about... Hmm. Oh, there's the, the comparison of the... Uh, President business from uh, the Lego movie to Donald Trump. <laughs> it's pretty true. <laughs> President business. Oh, uh, here's it. This is from the fighting world. Um, Yoel Romero, who is like a gold medal wrestler from Cuba. He's going to fight Michael Bisping, who's uh, the, the champion at 185 pounds. And Yoel Romero started a GoFundMe. Page for Michael Bisping's medical expenses. <laughs> that is so fucking awesome. I don't want this guy to win because uh, I love Michael Bisping, but that is such an awesome troll. Starting a fucking GoFundMe yeah, for your fun. opponent. Uh, here's something that's non-political and uh, hilarious. The Cash Me Outside girl tells Doctor Phil that she made him famous. Yeah, I heard about that. So let's uh, <laughs> let's get into this. There's a clip apparently. So I'm getting ready to plug up here. Uh, it's two minutes twenty four seconds. It's not coming on for some reason. I'm glad you turned up. What's good for you is I made you just like how Oprah made you. You were nothing before I came on this show. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> known as the 13-year-old Dr. Phil guest who threatened the studio audience with... ...has made her not-so-triumphant return to the talk show. This time it was Saiyan's audience. <laughs> Hello. What's up, girl? Where's everybody? Have a seat. There's no hose. She's nope. eating this place. Up. is empty. She is. You know this guy. Oh, it's Shane. There's no hose. I thought it would be best if we met alone rather than. Um, I'm sorry, I know this is long. I got to watch people. this whole thing now. There's no show unless there's hose. Danielle is an at risk teen whose catchphrase, Catch Me Outside, went viral and inspired numerous memes that the Dr. Phil show clearly could not afford to license. He asked Danielle and her mother, Barbara, to return to the show to update us on Danielle's personal progress. Instead, we were given a window into why Danielle is the way she is. I was shocked that. You came to us, but then 
you seem to be making demands on us. I made a list of them, actually. Please. You said, this, I can't put wait. me in the Roosevelt or I'm not coming. So don't sit here and tell me because you've never had a show where somebody acted like my daughter. You've never had a show that exploded the way it did. Has there ever been a show that has had the highest ratings like my daughter's did? Please tell me. Tell me. Tell me. She's like a female Donald Trump. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? After a lesson oh in the differences God. between no fame and infamy, Dr. Phil assured us that even though Barbara Ann hasn't changed, Danielle is far from a lost cause. Even as she sat here, she's a different child than she was before. I mean, even, even as she sat here, she's a different child. And that's great. And congratulations to you. And thank you and your team for the hard work that you God. did with her. I mean, see her fucking... Okay, here's a White House advisor. Her name's Barbara Ann. (laughs) Beach Boys were the shit. Yeah, they were. I think they were the best when John Stamos was their drummer. Let's get into that. <laughs> okay. Is that for an episode? No, he was literally their drummer before he was an actor, I think. You're oh. you're shitting me. Why would I shit you? You're my favorite turd. Hey. Bad jokes. <laughs> yeah, he was a he was the drummer for a while. Then they came on full house and he had a minor hit covering one of their songs. On I remember Kokomo, all that jazz. Forever. If every word I said could make you laugh and talk forever. Let's get into John. John Stamos is still a very good-looking fellow. Are you kidding me? Of course he is. Oh He's fucking it's amazing. Do you remember? Do you remember the uh, the spoof video that he did of him going off somewhere, like getting pissed off and throwing something through something? He's like, "I'm fucking John Stamos." <laughs> <laughs> Throw, throws like uh, an award through a piece of glass or some shit, and everybody thought it was real. <laughs> I see. I, I love John Stamos because he gets it. That, yeah. You know that he he knows he's. You he's, know, too, he's too good looking to be a great actor. Just, yeah. Just, uh, well, he's okay, I guess. I haven't. No, seen he's him a good actor. I haven't I mean, seen him. In I mean, I, he's not going to. No, I don't. I just don't think he's been given any opportunity to be. He as good type, of an actor as typecast as Jesse Katsopoulos. Yeah. Which I mean, they changed the name in like the first few episodes. He was Jesse Cochran. Yeah. Yeah. Because huh. they, and then they did that thing where he had a cousin who he was playing named Stavros. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> and the mustache and everything. He was from Greece. It was horrible. I don't know. Oh, it was, I, you know, as, as much as I hate that show, I know a lot about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into that. Let's get into the lineup of terrible shows that were put on TV in the 80s. You had your Full House. You had your uh, Perfect Strangers. Perfect Strangers. Which was great. Family Matters. Fam- let, me, let me get into something here. Okay. No. I love uh, Chuck's new Let's Get Into That. <laughs> it's good. It's really good. Yeah. But, I, but I steal everything from him. It makes me so happy. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's solid. Dutch is Sega and I'm Nintendo. Like he comes out with something, and I take it. And I'm yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I keep it. I now. keep it now. <laughs> like, and this is not. It wasn't even a conscious thing. But everybody called me on it at work. I kept on saying neat to everything. <laughs> it's like that's neat. I'm like neat. And I was like, I, yeah, it's it's completely unintentional. I don't do it on purpose. 
I just hear something like and repeat it. But it, um, it, it sounds when you call something neat, it always sounds so condescending. Yeah, neat. Not you, just anybody. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, but then, I thought it was fucking cool. I mean, well, I I use it with something I really like. Like we were discussing the Logan I too, trailer. It, I said that's neat, and they're just like, "What you don't like it?" So I guess you're it, right. It, it does, does sound, sound condescending. Yeah, but like it, no, I was being sincere. Try, try. That is neat. That is neat. That is neat. We're the same Still height. Neat. We are the same height. <laughs> Sean, we're the same height. That movie's good. That is neat. What is that? It's uh from Orange County. Orange County. And it's what's his name? Uh uh it's, Tom uh, Green. No, the the Jewish fella. Um from uh, Egon. Ghostbusters Egon. Oh, Harold Ramis. Harold it's Harold Harold Ramis and he's uh on ecstasy. <laughs> he thought it was Tylenol. <laughs> And, I love him, and uh, he's he's just like blown out. He's you know just filling his body, and he just looks at the guy talking to him, and he goes, "Sean, we're the same height. That is neat." <laughs> <laughs> that guy you're talking about is uh, Tom Hanks's son. Colin, yeah, Colin, Colin Hanks's. Yeah, that's a good movie. You, you should watch Orange County. It's a good. Movie. I'd like to see that. I want to see. I like. I like Harold Ramis in uh, Knocked Up when he played Seth Rogen's dad. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, it was he's bad. like and. By the way, there are times when, it, really when it is so eerie how much you look and sound like Seth Rogen. I, I'm fat. No, no, it's just, it's, no, it's just a lot. No, it's like real. I mean, sometimes you like. I wish I had his wit. You do a lot of the time. <laughs> but they're sitting there. He's just like, uh, and they're talking about the baby. And he wasn't mad. He was like the cool dad about it. He's like, what, you're not mad? I'm mad that I'm going to have a grandkid and everything's going to be happy and we're going to have a lot of it's going to be a big mess. <laughs> Delighted, he's, he's like there, he's like that's not tragic. He's like there's a lot of tragic things in life. He's like there's terrorist attacks. Your grandmother can't remember my fucking name. That's tragic. This is awesome. Delighted. And then he's telling him about drugs. And I try to pattern myself after because something I'll discuss later. Uh, dad's. Because I want to be the best dad, you know, so I try to take qualities I see from from like even fictional dads. Like there's Ned Stark in there, there's Andy Griffith, there's which seems Homer Simpson. No, nothing he does is good. Peter Peter Griffin. <laughs> nothing that he does is good. There's nothing good other than their humor. Um, but you know, some Harold Ramis from that movie, and try to mix them together, put them in a blender. What about Bob's Bob from Bob's Burgers? Take some of his. Yeah, he's he is a good dad. dad because he's a good dad and he loves his kids. Yeah. But sometimes he's brutally honest. <laughs> kids, I love all of you, but you're so terrible at your jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could do a Sean Benjamin voice, but I can't. But um, was that a shoe or a dog? Probably both. No, it's a shoe. Didn't Harold <laughs> Ramis play like uh, in Walk Hard? Wasn't he like his uh, maybe his manager or something? I don't know. I don't know if he was in that. <laughs> well, what was it? Because they always joked about the Jews, uh, the record company, and they're all like Hasidic Jews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they made it real. <laughs> God, that movie's funny. <laughs> I liked Year One with him in it. He played Abraham. He did play, and, and Christopher Mintz Plass played uh, Isaac, or you know whoever. It's the big debate between Jews and and Muslims who they actually sacrifice. That was so, year one. Yeah, Chris Platt played the not Chris Platt, Platt Oliver Platt. Yeah, Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt. Chris, Chris Platt. Platt. <laughs> he Chris played Platt. like the the king of Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> the fucking pour that oil over himself. <laughs> Oil boy. And he walk off and he had hair stuck to his hands. Harold yeah. Ramis played Lachaim. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> which was one of the. Uh, <laughs> I liked him. <laughs> and there's another guy named Mazeltov. And then there's another guy named Schmendrick. <laughs> <laughs> which I guess were the, uh, were the Jews you were talking about. 
you know what I love? You know one of the things I love about the Jewish people? Their utter lack of getting offended when you, yeah. when you make fun of them racially. They do it the most. They're like, hey, fuck you. Yeah, they don't you care. No, no, wh- I wish bit. other races would get to that point. I, well, uh, race-wise and religion-wise. Yes. Well, but they, but they, dude, this is one thing I was talking about with, with that. One of the reasons why Christianity is so crazy is that it's practiced by people who are ethically have no business being Christian. Isn't that strange? <laughs> it's true. It's there's there no business them being Christian. Jews are both ethnically and religiously Jewish people. Well, I mean, under the new law, everybody are are in Trump's America. Well, I mean, under the new law, the New Testament, which the Jewish people don't believe in, it opens up to everybody. You see, that's the thing, though. That's dumb. I'm sorry. <laughs> But it's the Bible. It's the, the Old and New Testament. The Bible is dumb. You ever read I'm that song? There's the name of your episode right there. No. <laughs> no, I don't think the Bible is dumb. But I do think that uh, the way, like I said, okay, the converts to Christianity, it's crazy when you consider it. It's the most warlike fuckers in the history of the world. First, there was the Romans. They went out and just fucked everybody up and conquered everybody. But they carried Christianity with them. So once they finally started to conquer places like Britain and places like and conquered all those pagan peoples, they became Christians. They didn't give up their warlike ways, but they were still. But they were now instead of killing now them, you the have to be Christian. Yeah, too, exactly. That's exactly what happened. That whole mess, that shitstorm, never went away. It just hovers over different places now, and now it's hovering over this country. So you had the Vikings and they tried to use Christianity to settle them down so they wouldn't be such fuckers. And boy, did that fucking backfire because now they're not just killing in the name of Odin. Now they're killing in the name of God and Jesus. And that was way more fun. (laughs) So they fucking and they it's kind of funny and kind of interesting. The fact that, you know, and I and I tried to make this analogy. and I think it holds. And tell me if it doesn't. Religions are like people, okay? And the older the religion like a person is, the more mellow and cool they get in in some ways. And there isn't one older than the Jews, I don't think. There might be. Hinduism. Yeah, they're pretty cool. And they are completely tolerant. There are millions of Hindu gods. Because all they did was they had so many disparate peoples who speak so many disparate languages that they just kind of united under that banner. And they brought all their gods with them. And everybody's like, ah, fuck it. We're cool with it. Yeah, now we we'll all have these same gods. Oh, that's, that, yeah, you believe in that one? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. That's great. Yeah. You know, awesome. <laughs> Hindus are like this. Uh, what god do you believe in? I believe in, you know, Yahweh, whatever. That's neat. <laughs> Let's, do some yoga. Let's get into that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do some yoga. Want to stretch? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. We'll, we'll, we'll share. I can, I can almost suck my dick. <laughs> I'm getting there. Remember that sketch? <laughs> Will Ferrell. I'm getting there. Will Ferrell was in a sketch. Um, and it's like they built a platform for for him. They put some fake legs in front of him. He's, his whole thing in yoga class is to try to get to where he can suck his dick. <laughs> and he finally gets there and he puts his head underneath and he's like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, and the yoga teacher's just losing their shit. <laughs> Probably Sherry O'Terry. He, he was the best. Whatever happened to Sherry O'Terry? I don't know. I She's just one of those cast members that she's, she was great, too. Yeah, I she, she was, was awesome. She's she really one of the good. best people on it. I think I mean at that time there wasn't there wasn't a dull person on there was there no, no. and no, they were all really good but I was yeah. but I, the the I'm sorry I don't mean to go back to this but the the analogy is that you know 
the the Jews of the big three, and, I'm, and they control the world basically. The big three of religions control the world: Christianity, Islam, and and Judaism control the world. Judaism Judaism is the old cool stoner grandpa, and it's the smallest one. Yeah, There's and like they're and they're kind of like million, of and them. they're and they're like eh, you know whatever. Well, we don't believe and we don't believe in hell. Yeah, we don't really believe in heaven. We just kind of try to be as good as we can. And they're cool unless it. you're. Uh, on the Gaza Strip, and then it's a whole different deal. That's a governmental thing. It's not <laughs> yeah. religious. Um, then the 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 Christians are kind of like the shitty, still in their prime, but getting a little bit older. Dad, like yeah. they know everything. <laughs> You're an idiot, and shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's them. Go to your room and shut the fuck up. Islam is like the brash sixteen year old kid. They think they know everything. <laughs> They're willing to fight. And they have zero facts to back anything up. So they're, you know, in a sense, and it is true, they're the youngest by a thousand years. They're the worst. And they do have a rock with a footprint in it. Yeah, they found that. Of a horse. Yeah, it's a Muhammad's horse. Yeah. Muhammad. I, it could be. I'm just looking over here, and he's drawing an amazing picture of Muhammad. It's pretty good, right? It's pretty good. <laughs> the detail is amazing. The beard, on point. The uh, eyebrows are bushy AF. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to get killed. I don't care. The, I, know, uh, I don't either. I welcome no, I do. I care. <laughs> Fuck that. If you notice the array of sport team heads. They <laughs> <laughs> uh, have their. <laughs> and this Muhammad, uh, it's got, oh, it's got his 11 year old bride sitting on his lap. It's great. Big boner. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, Muhammad had the biggest boner, <laughs> biggest head, had such a huge penis. Did you tell the? Did you hear the story that uh, Trump told about Blackjack Pershing? Is this a pro wrestler? No, this is the general from fucking World War One, and, and something that Blackjack Pershing actually did. No, I haven't heard that. But he told it like it was a good thing. It's a, a no, <laughs> it's a notorious story. They were fighting the Turks. The Turks were Muslims. Well. <laughs> Mass lambs. Back then, it, it was uh, almost as contentious as it is now, and they were fighting him. And to make an example of these Turks, he lined them up and had bullets dipped in pig's blood yeah, and yeah. shot them. Remember, he talked about so they that. couldn't get into heaven. Okay. Donald Trump told that story like that's something to do. Like, it's like that's a great thing. That's not something to do. That you don't do that. He he is in a remarkably terrible position, or has the remarkably terrible. Uh, Temperament that he cannot temper justice with mercy. He's just justice. Okay, Ned Stark analogy. Guy ran from the wall. Guy ran from the wall. Yep. Put him on the block. Said, "Okay, now what do you have to say for yourself?" The guy really couldn't say anything. He said, "I saw the White Walkers. I had to run. I wanted to warn my family." That story's not going to hold any water because they're still, you know, they don't believe that's still magic and shit. And they're like, "Well." All right, and then he looks at his man. All right, put him on the block, and then he's he puts picks the sword up, and he God, says, so good. <laughs> and he picks the sword up, and he says, "I condemn you in the name of Robert," and cuts his head off. And then the end, he, it's a great story, and it goes more into the book, and the dialogue's <clears throat> great. And he says, uh, and he looks at Bran, and he says, "Do you know why I cut that man's head off?" And he said, "Because he ran." He said, "No, because he broke an oath." And he said, "I didn't hate him or anything like that." He said, well, you know, he, but he's just like, I don't understand why you had to do it because the king has a headsman. He said, because if you can't look in a guy's eyes and ask him why he did something and hear his answer, then maybe he doesn't deserve to die. Donald Trump is 
the classic version of I don't care, cut his head off because it doesn't fucking matter. He doesn't care it's what that guy's going to tell him. I want to I want a guy who is like Ned Stark. He's brutal, but he's necessarily brutal. But there's a little bit of ethics behind it. Exactly. There's a lot of ethics behind it. He doesn't just go out and kill somebody just because. And he takes no pleasure in it. That's his job, you know. And he does it because it has to be done. Trump doesn't have that. I guarantee Trump relishes killing people. He loves that he has that power now. He this was. botched Yemen raid is just the tip of the iceberg. He's going to be ousted and he's going to be impeached because of shit like that. Because they're going to look at him and all. And even the Joint Chiefs of Staff, who are soldiers, who are, I would say, 99.9% of people who are soldiers and who see all this stuff and come back from it are people who are like, I don't like that I had to kill people, but I did it. And it's something that had to be done. They're going to look at Donald Trump and say, you've never gotten your hands dirty. You're condemning all these people to death. You're causing all of us to die. You got to fucking go. So they're going to be the ones behind getting him out. You know, I would say that's probably going to happen. And I hope it goes impeachment and not coup. Because if we have a coup, <laughs> we're fucked. So, you know. It would be pretty sweet. Not having <laughs> I would like to see a coup just to see that fat orange fuck drug through the streets. But what if it's a coup d'etat? Russia style. <laughs> what if it's a coup d'etat? Coup d'etat. That wouldn't be cool at all. <laughs> <laughs> Eric is pretty cute. <laughs> I just, I, I if, yeah, for once, like, you hear all these horror stories, especially about Russia, because Russia, man, the, it, the interesting history about Russia is, is that at one point they were a lot like us. They're a massive country, lots of groups of different people. And at one point they were, they had a monarchy and they got rid of it. You know, which we didn't really go through. We went through it in a kind of a distant way. But then they kind of took this turn and it just became the most awful, brutal, miserable fuck place you've ever fucking heard about. And they used to drag people through the streets and draw them quarter them and all that shit. I want to see that happen for one day. And I want everybody in Trump's White House to go through that. <laughs> and, then it, and then it calms down. <laughs> Aaron, you got a uh, subreddit of the week? Yeah. He doesn't, but he's making it up. <laughs> sure. Fun one. I love this song. From the sky, we look so organized and brave. Probably played this a few times on here. Just for, who is this? Jason Isbell. Barricades and graves. Daddy's little empire built by hand, built by sea. You unprepared motherfucker. R slash. Sharpie challenge. Ooh. <laughs> Sharpie challenge. This has to involve picks. <laughs> How many Sharpies can you fit inside yourself? Butts, pussies, mouths, cleavage, nose, etc. 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 Sounds like I've a, got a headache. Futuristic head. That's headache. a b-hole and a pee-hole. Oh, well, looky there. That's a lot of Sharpies. <laughs> what do you find this shit? Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? 12, Sharpies. 14, 16, 18 total there. Here, hold on, here we go. Let's find a, an impressive one here. I think there's an actual video of a chick doing it. Oh, sweet. We'll get into that here in a minute. <laughs> Let's get into it. say <laughs> So we got here. Oh wow! Oh shit! That's a whole handful of sharpies there. Gee, Two that's, that's a variety pack of sharpies. Why would you do this? I don't understand. It, it's the internet, man. <laughs> the old internet. 
<laughs> what, what compels one to put? What, who started it with Sharpies? Like, why, why Sharpies? I don't know. But it's, Those look like more like the old Crayola Magic Markers. Well, sure. that looks Very like much Sharpies thicker. and the uh, the fine tip, super fine tip Sharpies. I, you know, that's a mix doesn't really count if he yeah, uses super fine. I, I, tip. Well, I don't <laughs> think that when we're doing this, how can you make those? Derev- Is there actually a panel sitting around? Hey, wait a second. A we can be that. Tip. That doesn't. We count. can be said panel. We, we could be the. Hey. I'm almost sure there is no panel. I, I'm pretty sure I saw a chick use like these super fat sharpies, like the the Magnum sharpies. <laughs> I call her a hero. Here we go. Just one and one there. Oh, those are those are real big. Those are grease paint markers. Yeah, look at these bad boys. Right in there. God, both of them. Those look like they've been in a construction worker's hands. Let's <laughs> find <fun>, this video. <laughs> yeah, I want to see this video yeah. before I it, die. It interested me. Uh, just throw the uh, the sound over here. Go ahead. Found it. So see, see what this sounds like. Shall we? <laughs> this show, we're sick. It, it's just her finishing it up, I guess. She's stuffing them in. Right in there. What a good kid. <laughs> I know what her parents think about this. Oh, man. My question is... When I grow up, I want to put dozens of Sharpies. Oh! oh that, was that the beehole? That was the beehole. Oh, that was right in the shitter. Let's get, Just let's spit them out like it was a chaw. I'm gonna skip that. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Here we go. <laughs> oh, so aren't, horrible. Those aren't safe to use anymore. Oh, why? <sighs> why it, do people it, do that? It's like on the state. Did you ever see, remember the state? I'm gonna dip yeah, my I balls. Love the state. In. <laughs> yeah, there was that. But the best bit was is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Two guys golfing, and they're trying to give. You, and one guy's giving his friend financial advice. <laughs> He's like, "Here's what you do: go home and get a roll of pennies. Stick those pennies in your ass." That wasn't the state. It wasn't. It was UCB. Whatever. The pro- uh, bright citizen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My ass pennies are floating around there. Yeah, that's <laughs> when you know you have the upper hand. Yeah. <laughs> it was just weird. You, you use your pennies. You pay for stuff. Somebody needs to borrow some change, you give them 10 pennies, and you know that those came out of your ass. <laughs> ass pennies. What uh, who was who was in the upright system? Was Odin Kirk? The show. No, it wasn't Odin Kirk. Like the television It was show. Amy Poehler. Poehler was yeah, Matt she Walsh. Was Walsh was in there. Um, that was a good show. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> It's people that you recognize. Yeah, you recognize everybody in it, and uh, like me and Elena, we sat through uh, like a season of it. How many seasons did it go? Three. It was only two or three. Yeah, yeah, didn't go very long. Amy Poehler's great. She's wonderful. I remember they had a sketch where the it was like in a kitchen, and the guy was the chef was made a joke like I'll beat you up or something like that, and the other two people were like, "Are you gonna let him do that?" And they started, and then they got the guy amped up, and then when he's the, when they when he was gonna do something, they would like back out. They wouldn't, do <laughs> and they kept doing it. <laughs> I'm trying. To, I think I found this sketch, but they used to do things where they go out. And played the sketches out the in front of, at the butcher shop. like as like a prank, yeah, in front of people. I don't think I got it. I don't think this is the actual sketch about ass paintings. Ago when I was a 
guys like Dan, can you take out the trick? But it's, it's yeah. going to be hard because this is for like paper. Didn't find it. Anybody got anything else they want to talk about? Um, well, we were talking about sketches. You remember uh, there was a sketch on Saturday on uh, Kids in the Hall, the uh, flying pig. You remember that yes. one? Yes. That was the greatest. You ever, did you ever see that? I mean, I used to watch Kids in the Hall when I was really little. <laughs> okay, I'll look it up real quick. <laughs> it's not one of them that stuck with me. I'm hungry. Me too. Eat a dick. Oh, this, has been, this has been a fun app. It's just great sewed. What a great sewed. Solid sewed. It's good, it's good to come back down after that weird, weird thing that happened last week. It was so oh, good. Oh, shit. Hold, hold on. Uh, give me that. Uh, oh, yeah. The plug in. Now, there's just this lineup of people, and I don't know where the fuck they came up with this shit. Buddy, look. It's the flying pig. Boink, boink. That's <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. At McDonald's face. Like, so, it's like one of those things Fine I sort thing. of remember. He entertains people at bank machines and other of life's many lineups. Wow, what a lineup. But don't worry about it. Look at me. Hey, hey, hey. So the whole premise is that this He just entertains me, yeah. While they're in line. Yeah. Wow. I see the line is thinning out of it. I guess my work is done here. Bye. Bye, bye. What a fucking! <laughs> That's so weird. They were so good, but there was another part that I'm not going to even try to find because we're running out of time. Where he got caught and paralyzed and he died, <laughs> and they ate him. Ate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's Bruce McCullough sitting there, <laughs> just his face is red like he's been cooked. Grinning. So weird. <laughs> but then they had Son of Flying Pig, and he was wearing a jersey and a hat, <laughs> and then he's like. <laughs> So great. <laughs> His whole deal is that he entertains people while they're standing in line. <laughs> he entertains people with life's many lineups. <laughs> all right. I think this is the end of episode 93. I'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, and uh, also like to wish you a happy Valentine's Day. We didn't even mention that, which uh, this comes out after Valentine's Day. So who cares? We didn't really cover the Super Bowl. <laughs> It'll be two weeks by the time this comes out. Yeah, um, shit. yeah nobody cares. Nobody, nobody that listens to this likes the Super Bowl. Nobody listens to this likes this show. Nobody likes me. Nobody know. likes us. Nobody. Nobody. I'm telling you, nobody likes us. Anyway, thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Um, tell your moms to prepare for the D from the D. Girl. Um, anyway, go fuck yourselves. Bye.